And so, Tyrannus impressions aside, uh, we left ourselves largely, well, right there in that cavern. We journeyed quite deep into the caves beyond Guardian's Way, passing all kinds of, well, assorted dangers that Vaz, fortunately, was kind enough to deal with for us. Mm. And then, at the end of this journey, still living ones. But after this strange woman called off the horde of spiders who seemed to obey her commands, we realized that, well, not everyone that's recently just showed up in Breachel that speaks Mwangi is bad. <laughs> there are, apparently more than just cinder claw cultists here so when we had stopped you had just barely introduced yourselves to Vinali as we managed to get over that communication barrier Mm -hmm. and thanks to well the beginning of some studies in the Mwangi language Resme is able to understand some of what she says I've been studying it for for you know off and on for a week or so ever since we encountered the cultists beneath Citadel Altarian, so not exactly fluent. Well, we're not even into conversational, really. But we're but in... it's enough to get embarrassing really quickly. <laughs> and it's enough to Get help. the gist. The last thing she had asked you was something about the Cinder Claws. Um... We fought them, locked them up. And she responds, you have been Usakwa. That one you're not sure. Hmm, uh, here? Beneath? Cha, cha, Usakwa. Uh, Lafa, he goes here. Osakwa. Beneath here? Yes, yes. Some, not much. She kind of strokes your chin a bit. You are a Ninafo group. If by that you mean mildly incompetent and extremely overpowered. Man, that's a pretty good vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 she says that actually in common. Oh, okay. So that they can understand it to get a laugh out of it. I get the feeling our new friend doesn't take us too seriously. Oh, I think we're, she's probably just complimenting Um, us. Oh, I know it'll help. Um, As you guys are speaking comments, she she kind of looks across at you guys who are seeming to understand as much of you. I'm gonna pull out a small bag. Uh, and I'm gonna tip it over, and I'm just gonna drop out like a dozen cinder claw brooches. Yeah, we did keep all of them. And her eyes kind of go wide a bit. Oh, oh, you're Ukuzakanya. Yeah, we're pretty awesome. That sounds like uh, we got our point across. And she she nods, clearly impressed by this this heap of badges you've collected from all the cultists that you've defeated so far. Do you know this symbol? It's not as impressive taking them. And she looks at your your amulet of Alceta. That, that is 
Uksewa. Uksewa. Uh, the Ngosi that brought us here. And she points to your necklace. The the circle, the magical circle. Circle. Y- yes. Tall circle. Tall circle, yes. And uh, portal. Kind of waves your hands. It is like door, but far. Yes, we we are. Ingosi. Yeah, we were looking for it, looking for it. Just sort of grimaces a bit at that. It. She points further down the cave. Not far, but Cinderclaws. I'm just, we recognize that. Cinderclaws is about the only word you can get out of this conversation. Um, just, all of the rest of this is, is Mwangi. And she's, she's, she's trying, she's come to grasp with your grasp of the Mwangi language. And she's trying to phrase everything in as, as small, simple words as she can to get her, her point across. If Cinderclaws... Well, you know what I haven't done is give you guys cinder rolls. Would you guys like some money? Oh, no, yeah. This yeah. one week and I completely forgot how to do money everything. Take some cinder rolls. Which, reminder, chat with the channel points down there in the corner, whether you're on PC or mobile, right next to your chat box. You also can offer hero points to these fine peoples, or villain points to me, if you are like uh, Manshaw and Edoweer and hate don't, them. And don't, want me to don't have do these it. two re-rolls I still have. He already has enough. Don't give him more. <laughs> give me more. Oh, I love it. I love that little little dark tokens yeah. for them. Continue. Whatever, Sauron. Made of stamped despair. <laughs> <laughs> Sauron? Okay. Well, the Sauron was a slot machine who was powered by money. Have you ever seen him? Stop it. We- <laughs> <laughs> Later, we'll get into my theory of the ring wraith economy, but for now... <laughs> um, if Cinderclaws appear... We will, and she'll create fire from her hands. She says that, ooh, Ilangabi Ukokwa. Yes, I, I... I help with my Ukokwa. With your magic. Ukokwa, magic. And uh, she just, like, very briefly encanta Artificium. And so a little sprout sort of grows out of her hand, glowing and shedding just a meager amount of light, barely illuminating your fingertips. Not enough to overcome the spells you have on. Oh, thank God, oh. I thought it was she's gonna make more spiders. Good. <laughs> as long as she keeps them away from us, I'm inclined to have an ally. Um, Fair enough. We will work together. Cinderclaws, also Ilumbo. There are cinder claws who have magic. Below. Okay, that's really good. There are cinder claws below who can use magic, so we'll, let's keep that in mind. Okay, we'll want to be careful as we move forward. Uh, if we find them, definitely target them first. But she's a friend. She wants to help us. They, they have. Uh, she thinks for a second. They have Isigoran with. Ilumbo of something with Dehawk. Oh, um, they have the magic of Dehawk. Clerics, perhaps? Perhaps clerics they of are, Dehawk. And she points over 
at the holy symbol. Yes, cleric. Cleric, yes, I get it. Of the hawk. Of the hawk. Okay, so they use uh, divine magic, but not not good stuff, bad stuff. She does kind of same thing. Iconic diocese. They're and very rare. Looks I'm at the group excited. of you. We know that. Ah, good the, to know. The breath of the hawk will. Yes, yes, yes. We remember from uh, the, yeah. the yes, the the Jerry Sulo. us. Dragon. Dragon. Uh, like... show her picture of a dragon. I, I don't carry pictures of dragons. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're a dragon scholar and you don't have a picture. My books that I write, write or read don't have pictures in them. We need to talk Sound about Sounds like a pretty that. bad book to me. <sighs> okay. How are you supposed is to there know what's in the anything book the else that is important? Many. Many things. I... I am here in... This umume many days stuck. Oh, you cannot leave. You can't leave because they're blocking the uh, Ungagwe? Ingosi. Ingosi. Ingosi blocked Cinder Claws. Cinder Claws, okay. She can't get back to Mwangi because the Cinder Claws are. And she points the other way. Other tunnel. Big. Uh, Lizard. Isilo. Ah. Yeah, we, we know. We killed that. We killed it. No, not the way you came from. Oh. Because there's the two little tunnels. You came out of the little small tunnel, but there's a the larger tunnel around. I know. I thought she well. was talking about the huge freaking lizard that crashed the stairs down. Oh. I think she was talking about the... I thought she was talking about the giant She's pointing worm. at the northern path. So okay, the okay. larger cavern you haven't been through yet. That, so it's I, the I am misunderstanding her, but that's yeah. totally normal. Big. Does she need food? Are you hungry? Some have eight uh, fighters. Kudama and drink water. Well, that ain't good. You know, my wife packed me some coleslaw, and I'll have to get it out for her. Uh, Got a little Tupperware we, box in the back here. We have some food. <laughs> I'll, I'll give her some of my rations. Some meat. So what, what are you? Famous coleslaw. I have meat, cheese, and bread. Hard cheese. Cured meat. Maybe an bread. apple. An apple. So you, so you look through, and the, uh, <laughs> you offer some of this, and she seems almost confused by some of the things you gave her. Like, she's never seen half of this before. And she Good. takes some of the bits of meat. Me? Mm-hmm. We um, umgani. Pedosa. Oh, uh, Yes and uh, takes a bite of it, and it picks up a bit of cheese. I, this? Yeah. And still take another bite of the meat. She's very confused by the concept of cheese. <laughs> like, she has never seen anything like cheese before. Ooh, I hope Mwangi <clears throat> aren't lactose intolerant. And bread. Which she seems equally confused by. Interesting. Which, well, I mean, Probably don't have a ton of like wheat fields. In the mm-hmm. No, it, jungles, it makes sense. Fair. But uh, the bread and the cheese, while of main staples for you, she's like completely. She doesn't understand. And looking at it, she gets across that it's supposed to be food, but she shakes it. No, 
No. <laughs> and just bites on, on some of the meat. I says, thank you for worry. I... Okay. Okay. I'm good. Did we rest before we came down here? Uh, before you came into the cave... Yeah. You know, yeah, you rested we were, after you. We, we did a full rest, yeah. yeah. So you, you I couldn't remember. Full rest. So um, she looks back to you. Question. You all here, why? Very long story. Just kind of shrugs, nods. Accident, but perhaps good. We want to help. People got hurt. We want to protect the people where we come from. Your Ungani. Your Chiefs. Um, chiefs. Yes. But uh she points at the uh the three of you that are pretty clearly elves here. Ungasa. You are like Ekujai, but not Ekujai. No? M- many types name? of elves. Let's see. Uh, We're probably like the most different looking elves that she's ever seen in one place. You do have quite an odd spread of elves here, to be sure. Even just the group of you here with a forlorn and a desert elf and technically a half-elf, but you wouldn't know it. She looks as about as standard as it gets, and she nods. My home. Well, you have an elf without pointy ears and an elf that's half the size of everyone else. (laughs) The weirdest elves alive. (laughs) She thinks we're all elves, and you two are weird. I ain't an elf, though. My Ungani, Renavo, tell me of other elf, but I've only see Ekujai. That makes sense. Um, I have traveled to Mwangi once with the... <laughs> Just said the name and then like the name blanked out of my head once I turned Renavo. to a blank page. Huh? Renavo. Thank no. you. Um, so druid is probably one of the few complicated words she would know in Mwangi because that's how, who she went with. So she'll throw out the Mwangi word for druid and point to herself. And she would actually be confused like she doesn't know that word. Uh, nature magic. And actually, if, if that's something, because that's something you would have wanted to know, you would actually know there there is not a Mwangi word for druid. Um, as there is actually not much for druid or druidic culture in the Mwangi region. So... Nature magician. Would also, she would know druid in Taldane, because that's, like, any druids that came as travelers, they would just use the word druid, because mm. they don't have Mwangi. Oh, that's fair. I would imagine druid, the word, would be pretty universal. Or, like, places with civilization. I mean, that's not really how language works. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's really anything. You would think a lot of things would be universal, like wizard and magic, but, I mean, that all translates differently into languages. Like, that's... or, Or money, but, like, nothing... 
Well, nothing. Why don't you just hold up a coin? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows what a coin is. Nothing. Nothing is really universal as far uh, as language is concerned. In fact, even Cinderclaw would probably be slightly different in Mwangi, and uh, you would only barely be able to make the connection listening to the conversation. Like, did she just say that? Sound like Cinderclaw? She would reference it in terms of it being her tribe. Okay. Okay. We. You. All help. And she's motioning to all of you. Do you still have no idea what she's saying? You all help me. And points to the case behind her. Cinder claws. Get rid of the cinder claws. So she can go home. Go see. The portal. Keep going. I'm translating. We, uh. Both. And points to the small cave and the larger cave. Both same. They both lead to the room with the cinder claws. Okay, so no with uh, Isilo. With the big Isilo. Ah, ah, oh, monster that way. Okay. So deal with cinder claws or deal with monster. Cinder claw, more far. But not too far. And she can translate this to you yeah. as she's talking. Um, so I guess it's up to you guys which way you want to go. Well, if the larger cave has a larger monster in it, and the smaller cave, I suppose, may have smaller monsters in it. I don't well, know. I think they Espeth, have cinder this claws. Is sort of your... That is smaller monsters. Well, the, the cinder claws are further away, though, she said, so it's possible. But not, not, <clears throat> not very further cinder away. Claws. I think what it may be referring to is that if we take the large cave, there's going to be a very large, and he, <laughs> I just mean us make the similar motions, large monster in the large cave, mm. whereas if we take the other way, we can avoid it because they go to the same spot. I think that's a wise idea. Huh? Okay. But if we attract attention by going after the big monster, then the cinder claws are going to come to us regardless. Well, it seems like we'd rather catch them unawares. Than... Exactly. Okay, we're gonna go that way. Okay. This uh, motion's back behind it again. Small path, my camp. Okay. And Her camp is that way. Okay. That will bring us back over to the olden map here. Let me just look briefly to make sure this is working like it's supposed to. It is cool. I gotta do a little bit of double checking again because of the rebuilding everything. I can't just assume anything is gonna function correctly. And let me gift you with a little Renali miniature to use, which is very uh, fancy and orange down there. Will fit in quite well with our, well, also honestly, pretty colorful squad that we've got going on. In more ways than one. As a whole, I believe we all equate to one worshiper of Shaylin. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know that that's how that works either, but... <laughs> you have some very weird ideas about the way the world functions. It's just very colorful. Okay, so I'm going to make us ye olden transportation nugget. So I can drag us down this little tunnel here. And as the group of you follow along with Renali, up this small passage, at this point, no real sign of the spiders that had ambushed you before. Uh, none remaining. They all have skittered off and hit up somewhere else. 
It opens up a little bit after about 15, 20 feet of just a very gentle incline, but really only a little. And as your light, uh, I think it's just light spells at this point. I don't mean mm-hmm. a torch or anything. Yeah. As your light spells illuminate the aerial. We have an ever-burning torch. I don't think anyone's using it. Yeah, no one has it out at the moment. But Buford has it, but it's not out. Okay. Your light reveals in front of you a much thicker, much finer sheets of spiderweb across the your left-hand side of the chamber. Mm. As the light falls ac- across this, they glisten and glimmer. And it looks almost like a, a series of sheeted walls draping down from floor to ceiling in this a little bit bigger opening. It's maybe 15 feet around, cordoning off a section of the cavern itself. And uh, what are we doing as we follow Renali along here? Calling knowledge. Thinking. Searching. Or seeking. seeking. I kind of think I'm just following along. I didn't think there's anything dangerous on this side yeah, of the tunnel. At this point, we're always just kind of leading you through the tunnel, and you're, you're just trying to keep your footing and climb up in your full plate here, because <laughs> it was fairly narrow going for the first few feet. You're, just, you're interested now. This is the first thing you've met out here that hasn't tried to immediately kill you, so that's kind of neat. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Doran will also be searching. And Resume? Um... I don't want to be making a whole lot of noise right now, so I'm not going to be detecting magic. So I will be, um, is it searching? You could scout. Scout. I'll be scouting. Okay. Scooting. So the uh, two of you that are searching here, as you're looking around quite cautiously, Dalren and Esphus, your eyes fall on this strange drapery of much thinner spider silk. Uh, you give me perception checks. <laughs> And give me a recall knowledge as well. Rare. Ooh. And uh, Isn't that supposed to be, be secret? Well, I, like I mean, it only matters if there's, like a, if there's a critical <laughs> oh, failure penalty. So it would be nature for the, in this instance. 27. 25. Oh, those are pretty hot rolls. 27. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that everyone's calm and not fighting, the dice are great. Where is this when you're getting murdered? Like... <laughs> We're better in downtime. He has all of them when we're getting murdered. You guys, yeah, that's true. Machine gun murder, Espes. So the two of you, (laughs) looking at this, realize that the webs here come together in a way that is much different than a traditional spider web. These aren't drawn together or spiraled out in concentric rings from a a central source. It's simply anchored on each end and brought together in almost literally vertical and horizontal sheets of silk that are nearly woven together. Hmm. Uh, The structure of which is more akin to a tent than to a spider web. And Rur, you would realize that the actual filaments of the web itself that are spun out in the northern side of the cave here are not just different, they are smaller, they're brighter. Uh, they clearly did not come from the same spiders that you had dealt with before because you could literally see them descending on a web so you can see what kind of webs they spun. They wouldn't be capable of creating this. This is from something else. Huh. But Rinaldi does not seem bothered by it at all. And uh, as you come around and she sees the two of you eyeing it very suspiciously, understandably so, she waves a hand. <laughs> Just back to the uh, the group of you. Cha, cha, oka un tokwasa oka, which it's empty, nothing inside. There's nothing in there. Mm-hmm. But as you would 
pass through this cavern uh, to another very narrow tunnel on the other side. She would stop you before really moving out of this little strange chamber. And you could see your light just beginning to illuminate the chamber beyond and the fact that the ground seems to cut away about 15 feet ahead of Renali. And it just barely illuminates further walls of what looks like a far more massive cavern. And she tells everyone to stop. And it turns back to the group of you. There's a spider. And she, this is where she does again. Here is the Isilo. Okay. It's here. Oh. So, and we, all right. Well, I suppose we should see if we can see it. I'm not sure how um, light sensitive it is. I could try to go invisible and scout ahead a little bit. We don't know how. That might be very useful to have when the cinder claws we move on them. Perhaps we should be a bit more cautious. We could just try to be very quiet. We could. Do you think we can pass it? We'd have to get eyes on it first. Joe, mainly, look at you. Think you can be quiet? Of course. If we're going to do this quietly, follow my lead. Yeah, Esfis knows um, what he's doing. We're gonna be quiet. Follow him. And she gestures to Clanky Clanky Full Play Man. <laughs> he. Ching, ching, ching. Yeah. He's, Loud. He's bad, but he help. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We try. Yeah, we'll try. I don't know how it works either. So, everybody is going to switch to, well, new mechanic actually, kind of here. Not everybody is going to switch to sneaking. Esfis is going to switch to sneaking because he is very skilled in this. And he is going to take the lead both physically and with an activity in second edition known as follow the expert. Which quite literally means now that he is an expert in stealth, instead of having to use your own... I imagine completely terrible stealth rolls. <laughs> Mine's pretty Mine's okay. Mine is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually just follow as Esfis instructs you. Stick close to him and get a bonus to your stealth rolls based on his proficiency. So... Um, ordinarily, wouldn't they have to roll individually still... For uh, following the leader? Following the expert, everybody, the expert. they're still making stealth checks, of course. It's just that instead of using their own modifiers, uh, they get to add their level like they were proficient in it, even if they are not. And they get an additional plus two bonus because you are an expert. Excellent. Okay. I also have a, a, a new feat that mm -hmm. I picked up um, called Quiet Allies. Um, so if I'm remembering correctly, what Quiet Allies is, is whenever everyone is following the expert for me for stealth, instead of everybody having to roll, it only requires one roll, and we use the lowest total modifier for the entire group. Much less chance for somebody to crap out a one or a two on the right. day 20 when you only have to roll one of them. Wrap yeah. buddy in a blanket so that <laughs> flanking is muffled. So as you go to uh, sneak forward here, you two have the light spells on you, right? Rur yeah. and Esfis. Uh, Vanelli turns and looks at kind of group you and looks back at Resme. Uh, Imlilo. Oh, uh, 
the light. Snuff the light. Um, I'll take the glove off and I'll just put it in my pocket. No, no, I just snuff the light. Oh. And I'll just turn off. Oh, you just, you can literally just turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. do it that way too. So as you both turn your lights off here, you're plunged into complete darkness. So how's this going to work? Does anybody have dark vision? Um, I have low light vision. Yeah, that's what I thought. So then you hear, uh, Benali, good, good. Your friend, go. We follow. Can you see in the dark? Can you not? <laughs> we're just being polite. We don't actually know what we're doing. <laughs> um, g- grab on. No, this is, is this is madness. We can't we can't move is, forward like this. Is in course. We is in Kawa down. No follow by touch. No chance. We're we just need a light, light back. back on. Um, what we could do is we could wrap, put a wrap over it so that it's not quite so bright, and maybe it won't attract as much notice. So we could just have dim light if that's possible. Uh, we um, could give it a go. I've never tried that before. And the Ark and Forge light just goes <laughs> lit. Beacon. I got you. So you did. Uh, Dismiss the spell entirely, so you would need to recast it again, which is relatively loud. Um, I could have just put it in a pocket, but no. <laughs> we is we, it? I'm pretty sure. I'm almost confident as a verbal component. There are basically no spells in Second Edition that I could think of off the top of my head that don't have a verbal component. Buddy, your torch, please. There you go. That'll work. <laughs> And we can just wrap a, yeah, like wrap a cloth verbal. around it. So to... where is your torch? You get to kind of find it. Is it on your belt or something? I it's... probably is like somewhere. Okay. I don't know. It, is, it is pitch black right now. I've got but, my uh, hammer, you, so. You I'll get it and hold it out towards where you hear Asmus's voice coming from. Probably tapping someone on the back of the head or shoulder <laughs> while I'm trying to figure out, like, is this you? Smack. <laughs> gunk, 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 gunk. Will someone take that, please, and uncap it? Oh, buddy, could could you uncap it so we can see what we're doing? Well, I need both my hands here. I'll, I'll uncap it. I'll try to find it. <laughs> Bumping into me while <laughs> you're doing it. So as you uh, as you try to fumble for this little torch here in the darkness, all of you kind of clustered together in this little cavern. I mean, the ground's not exactly even here. It's hard enough to just not fall over trying to shift. Renali. Yeah, you see the light come. <laughs> up, you see the light come back on, and Renali pulling the cap away from the torch, looking across the group of you, very, very confused as to the uh, the difficulty, and oh. just offers it back to Buddy. Ah, oh, much better. So am I supposed to be putting away my hammer now? I thought we were, like, attacking something. No. And, uh, Resume, would you mind? As we fumble around in the dark, in the shadows unbeknownst to the rest of you, I get a villain point. Because mm-hmm. Sage Lightspeed giving me a third one. Oh, baby. We're clearly far too expert. Load me up for the <laughs> chapter finale. That's what I like to see. Load me up for the ending. The dark cave of competence. Oh boy. Oh my god. This is why we don't have a name. If we had one, it might be better. All right. All right. I'll hold the. 
very good. And I still kind of has the cap in her hand. I'll take the cap. <laughs> All right, uh, forward. We have to climb down first. Okay. If I climb down, you mean have someone carry me down? I could just get my ESAR mount and just put you on the hook end and lower you. Oh, fantastic. How low does it go? That's not, that's not, that's the player asking. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's you the can't, player. I mean, you just see, as you're just looking down this cavern in front of you here, you just see a drop. You yeah. can't see a ground. You see more wall about barely at the edge of the light, 15, 20 feet further. Without going up closer, you have no idea of where down that goes. Well, let's just see what we got. Let's just go. see what we got. Let's go. So we still trying to follow the expert plan here? Mm-hmm. All right, so as the group of you creep forward up to this ledge. You see a few things in front of you. You start to see the ground revealed below you about 10 feet down from what looks like just a straight sheer wall of a rock that's just been cropped off. But stranger is the rest of the cave coming into view on your left. It opens up quite large here, uh, very similar to the area you'd seen previously. Oops, previously, the, uh, in the Age of Ashes. Ah, I started the recap video again because I'm bad. Uh, <laughs> I have my stream deck's all in a different place now because I just threw it all together to be functional. Um, disregard that brief recap. You can see down below you on the left side what looks almost like a throne, a pile of some sort, just a heap of old bones and shattered furniture bits of wood and forsaken construction heaped and tied together with ropes and errant bits of chain lashed into a mound here against the left wall of the cavern down on the ground 10 feet below you this heap rises up almost three feet above the ground where a mostly intact chair with a large grandiose postered back sits kind of perched askew haphazard lashed down to the pile itself and in increasing concentric circles laid out around the cavern floor emanating out from this heap this strange throne are tiny skeletal corpses strange little humanoids with oblong heads. They almost look goblins, each posed either kneeling or fully prostrating themselves, heads inclined towards the throne. And sat upon the throne itself is a weird little eerie goblin thing. It looks like it's about four and a half feet tall, so much larger than a normal goblin. And it, it's full face covered in hair, and it doesn't appear to be wearing any kind of clothing or anything. Um, make me a recall knowledge roll. What's your modifier for her? This would be society. One. One. You have no idea what this thing is. Um, it looks like, like it looks very skeletally like similar to a goblin of some kind 
but it's clearly not. It's clearly something else. Something at least a little bit different. Sitting on the throne, his eyes narrowed, looking up towards the flickering torchlight and the group of you up at the cliff. Now, you can just barely see down to the top of this thing, and while you're hiding about 10 feet up above it, it definitely sees the light, but it does not appear to see any of you immediately. And uh, Renali, very carefully kind of peering to take a look at it, he is false, he's lying. That big Isilo. Okay, uh, apparently that is a distraction and there's a So if they can see the light, oh, here's an idea. Uh, this ledge actually provides a fairly commanding view over the room below. Yeah, we can set it on fire. No, 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 Resme, no. Tyrannus isn't here at the moment, but I'm going to have to step in his stead and say, no, it's not a good idea at the moment. But we could light a torch and leave it here, descend the, cap the cap, uh, buddy's torch, and then we can descend under the light of this while we don't carry a distraction with us. Do you think we can make that work, Esmus? We are still going to be out in light, regardless of how we do it. Ah, but if the flickering light up here may distract him, it's possible. They may not be able... The light might actually give us an advantage. It might blind them a little. Oh, they may not be able to. Oh, alternatively. Well, I also got a flickering torchlight, like twenty feet away and ten feet up on a ledge. You can't even see the torch directly. And, just the lights dancing on the ceiling of the cavern here. And master. So it doesn't actually provide any illumination into the room itself. Very little. And master Dolren. A low amount of light. Yeah, I mean, you guys can see fine. Master Dolren, to be fair, what you just said is we're gonna set something on fire, and I just said that too. Uh, alternatively, we could cast the the light onto a small object and throw it into the room as a distraction and a light source. That's fair. Um, it, since these uh, chambers do link up, it's possible that we could uh, do so as a distraction and circle around and come back into the room. Yeah. Ask her if that thing is bad. Evil? Yes. And, well, some good. That evil is silo, but hero point good. Rrr! <laughs> Grez Darkfang handing you one. Why, thank you. Cuz rrr is what <laughs> yeah. the message says. And if you want to. <laughs> Either pass that one or this one down. The second one's going out to Esvis for being the adult in the party. <laughs> party dad's got to get some support here. Up to you. <clears throat> I can assist us in being quiet. It's not going to stop us from being seen. What I will say is this. Rur, Esme, and... Our new friend, even though I don't think she can understand me. If this thing is evil, let's not fight on fair terms. Absolutely. I, I never fight fair. Well, you could just stay up here and we could just rain arrows down on it. I'd rather you not get anywhere near it. 
Well, yeah. isn't that the point of us staying up here and you raining down arrows or something? I thought he more meant I was going to stay here while you went around, but... Was uh, more so we just artillery it from here. Between the three, the four of us, even. I think that's a good thing. Shall I get this started? And I will draw out Longbow. As she, she sees you drawing that finale, just <laughs> con- confused, those are men. Linda, Linda, Linda! I was just... just uh, we eat here no safer. Why? Eat biggie silo. She says it can reach up here and being here is no safer. I'm going to point at the very narrow passage right behind us and say that if it comes over here, we just go in there. I, 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 I get the feeling that Ronali may know this thing a bit better. Wait. Can ask if this thing can. Breath, what? Breath. Uh, fire. Eat. Up here. She doesn't know. Or doesn't understand, but. If it's big, we should use the size of the cave behind us to our advantage. I if... could just go hit it with my hammer. If it's big, it will likely take you and squish you. Well, I've got full plate on. Some things are strong enough to squish the tin can that is your armor. This ain't a tin can. This is good good armor. I mean, hear a voice from down below. Sounds very much like a goblin. Just yell up towards the cave. What? Who brings light to the lair of Teclash? Maybe we should bring as much light as we can. You see this thing kind of like bobbing back and forth now, standing, uh, it stood up on its throne, trying to make itself just a little bit taller, but still not high, not quite high enough to see up over the cliff to see what's going on up there. That name doesn't mean anything, does it? Does not, know. I mean, don't have to answer him. No. So, uh, we need to, uh, I guess the question is, do we uh, rain down on it from here? Uh, it... it Judging from what Renali is saying, uh, and if I get this incorrect, please correct me, um, but it seems that perhaps the throne itself may be housing a monster, according to what Renali said, um, and it may be able to come up here after us. Fast. 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 We need to go. Uh, Let's move. Now. Go or back. We either need to go down or go back. Leave Bo here? You stay here. Fair enough. Um, I'll stay with you. Uh, you may need uh, someone to uh, keep it off of you if it does climb up after you. If it does climb up after me, the rest of you can keep it in reach. I'm fast. As you wish. All right, let's go. Um, I guess we'll start making our way down. And this uh, creature, so I assume we're not stealthing, so we're going back to what we, what do you do? So you probably want to be doing uh, probably, something um, now. I'm, I am stealthing. I, I would still like to stealth if I okay. can, just yeah. so I can... You still stealth, you still yeah. stealthing. You're seeking, recalling knowledge and trying to keep your shield up. So you're presented with a cliff face here, and it is quite sheer descending down 10 feet. Just jumping down this, especially with the weight of all your armor and gear, is going to be pretty painful. Uh, but it it is rough. It doesn't look super difficult to climb down. Just it would take some... A, a little bit of time, a precious amount of time, where you're quite exposed to work your way down the face. 
Uh, I thought we were going back around the other way. Oh, are you going back around? Oh, I, I thought, thought we were going, climbing yeah. down. Climbing yeah, down. no, we're climbing down. I thought we were taking care of this. Yeah, oh, we're taking care enough. of this. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. So who I, wants to, who's have, going first? Well, I have a grappling hook. I'll just grappling hook, rope, pitch it in, and then just we can just slide down. All right, fair enough. So you set one up and just drop a rope down onto the floor there, and you hear the creature call out again, Reveal yourselves! Reveal yourselves in the lair of Teklash or scale! Well, you heard him. Oh, the mighty Ticklash, you say. I uh, heard a lot about him. That mighty Ticklash. So who all is going down? Buford, uh, I assume, is, is definitely going in. Uh, definitely Dalren. Esmus is definitely not. I think uh, the rest of you should probably just stay on the top of the cliff, actually. Dalren no, is? I want to be down there. Yeah, I think you're insane. Are you but going I down I can't stop you. I'm staying up top. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm perfectly suited to firing spells from on top of this. Renali will come down as well, leaving just Esphys and Rur up top. Uh, so at the moment, Buford, that torch aloft. I'm not holding it. Uh, Resume is holding the torch. Oh, Resume's holding the torch. Resume, mm-hmm. Resume with the torch aloft and is the, brings the light down to the floor here across these just rings of strange goblin creatures, these skeletons just ringed around the throne as this weird hairy thing stands up tall, weird, lanky. It looks almost odd, like its limbs don't really fit on exactly right, but I mean, that's just kind of goblins in general. They're strange looking creatures. Stands up tall on its throne and looks down across the group of you as you make your way down this rope. You! Dare enter Teclash's kingdom. Present your tribute or be consumed by misery and death. Ah, yeah, I brought my tribute. Not to worry, we came so here. So what do you what do you have? You've got your hammer and shield out and your shield's up in front of you? Yes. And uh, <laughs> tribute right here. <laughs> yes. Of course. <laughs> Just double checking you're still raising shield. So uh continue. Uh, uh, yes, mighty tech lash. Uh, we've we've heard heard plenty about this man, right? Right, Dalren, tech lash. Oh yes, he's very uh, mighty, very very we're, well known. We're in awe and happy to be here. We've got tribute. You waste your words on pointless flattery. Pointless. I Are you insulting tech lash? Your shield. My shield. Oh, perfect. Let me uh, just come bring it to you real quick. <laughs> so he's just so, so he's up on this big heap here. It goes up about like two, three feet up the ground, and it spans an area five feet around where this chair is just cocked on top of the pile of rubble and furniture ruin. Are you coming up, like stepping up to the throne, basically? Uh, I get up to the wood and I'm like. Well, do you want me to leave it here, or...? Place it before my throne! Okay, I'll wrestle around a bit. You know, I seem to be having a lot of trouble. Do you mind help? I can't seem to get these buckles done well with this armor, these, uh, these gauntlets on. Do you... I can't... Can you come get this off? I have no patience for this insolence, this ineptitude! Present the shield or suffer! I've got the shield right here. I'm presenting it to you, man. I'm, I'm, now, don't be rushing me. These little fiddly fingers here. And as he uh, uh, he steps down onto the heap directly in front of his throne, looking down at you, 
just incense. This weird little goblin creature thingy. And as he does, stepping down in a second, his body expands, rippling and warping into a much larger creature. A massive, hulking, nine-foot brute with a face almost like a bat's and long, pointed ears. A black mane shagging down his back as he steps down. You will suffer for the waste of my time. And swings down with a massive claw. <laughs> oh, he wasn't doing anything with it anyway. Towards Buford. <laughs> and uh, with that, comrades, I think we're going to roll us some initiative. Do I get a new recall knowledge on that thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you would indeed, yes. Is um, it society again? Everyone get plus one because I was... Because you were scouting. Because I was scouting. Let me double check actually what he is. He is... He's religion! Oh! Hey! How nice! Yeah, that's a plus ten. Plus ten, you say? Significantly better than the society. Ten times better, as a matter of fact. So you would recognize this creature as one of the many fiends that prowls Galarian's surface. This is a Barghest. Barghests are the largest and by far the most dangerous of the goblinoid races. They are creatures far larger, far stronger, and far more intelligent than a goblin or a hobgoblin or a bugbear or any of those. I don't know about that last part. Beyond that, they uh, do possess an aptitude with magic as well. Uh, They are perfectly functional as casters as well as just swinging their massive claws around. But this, this is significantly larger. This is much more powerful than a normal bar guest. This is a greater bar guest. These are very rare and exceedingly lethal. The good news is the source, uh, just the innate nature of their biology, their fiendish makeup, makes them fairly weak to any source of good or law. But anyone attempting to attack it with fire or a non-magical weapon is completely wasting their time. It's a greater Bargast. Don't hit it with fire. Oh, Got it. So... It's alright, I got other stuff, man. I got all the elements. Resume. What'd you get? Um... And you were still trying to hide, so, I mean, you have the... You have the torch. Ah. <laughs> trying to hide. Uh, he wasn't focused on you. I'll let you take this stealth. I don't know what you rolled, but I'd let you roll the stealth if you still wanted to. Uh, yeah, 27. 27, okay. Learned I'm not going to put you all the way to the right. Go <laughs> right. Uh, it's uh, only a 22. 22. Probably bottom third. Esvis? 29. Yep, yep. you see. I learned. Rare. 13. Ooh, Ooh. Potato man down here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Turns out when you roll a two. How about, buddy? 30. 30? <laughs> How on earth <laughs> could you possibly roll a 30? Well, I you rolled. You full plate nerd. <laughs> How is it like the one time I roll well, everyone else just rolls like ready. 10 times better? Body was just ready. So ready. It's like, come on, come on. Oh, he's growing big, but he's closer now. Uh, Renali? 
has a 24. Ooh. She's pretty good. And your boy. Oh, it's a three. He's coming in hot with a 36. Oh! Prepare. To meet thy doom. Oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, pop him right here. Kind of oh. to bump your straw, but it's very close. I hate you so much. And uh, immediately, as he rises up into this enormous form, he just brings a huge claw, smashing down towards Buford. Uh -huh. um, and I'm gonna start doing this the other way around, just as you know, just to test, just to see how it feels. Because for many years, I have uh, had you guys just asked your AC because I didn't want to tell you what they rolled because it's kind of metagamey, but it's not really because the number they get kind of tells you how effective they are at attacking. Like that's knowledge you'd realistically have from fighting it. So we're gonna try doing it this way. So you're going to inspire fear in us? Does a 35 hit you? Uh, yeah, well, with a 20, I have an 18.4, so it actually crits. Okay, so he will bring this claw down immediately, critically hitting Buford. Also, I just like getting to say the numbers, the greater Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I figured. And as he just smashes Buford away from his throne for his insolence, you are going to take 24 points of damage. Okay. He is then going to turn towards the group of you in the corner and grin. Your audience wastes their time. Sonorum Menrium. Towards Dalren. Make me a will save. Hmm. Uh, that's a 10. You want to uh, keep? You want to keep that? You want to? Uh... I'm thinking maybe I'll use my session reroll to, <laughs> to not suck that up that bad. Uh... Oh, that's significantly better. Uh, that's a 25. Okay, 25 will succeed. <laughs> if a 25 fails, it's time to leave you to your fate and just walk away. So as he casts this spell on you, you feel your mind start to cloud a bit. You feel your, your judgment kind of leave you, your all sense of where you are, really. And for a moment, you see Dolren just sort of stand there as if in a stupor. And uh, you are going to be stunned one. Stunned Still one. So have one less action in your next turn. And you just oh. barely exactly <laughs> resist the spell. Oh my god. Be afraid. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, I'm a little shorter now. He's kind of smooshed me down, so I had a couple inches there. Um, so I'm going to swing my hammer and try and take out one of his knees. Okay. Iomade's golf tee. <laughs> uh, with a uh, 29. A 29 will succeed. And that's with the Warhammer, which is plus one. Uh, so that makes it magical. Yes. You do have potency runes in your weapon that is a magical weapon. Okay. You're okay. Good. Good. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> so, and that is a uh, for seven. All right. You will hit him for seven. And uh, as your mallet connects, 
it just smashes into his knee, which doesn't budge at all. In fact, doesn't even really seem to bruise or break the skin. You do seven damage, but that seems like it's near nothing mm. to Teklash. Okay, so then I'm going to move, I'm just gonna move up the cavern, kind of adjust myself and sidestep up uh, like three squares past him. Oh, you probably need a large man. Oh, oh yes. man. You need a large man for this. So he's a big boy. So I'm just gonna come come up this way, to like over here. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm gonna raise. And as you shoot. as you go to move away, you are not dismissed. And lunges forward, down with his mouth biting towards you. Okay. Does a 36 hit? <laughs> it also crits. Since that crits, it's going to disrupt the action that triggers it. So you okay. are not actually going to move away. Uh, but as he bites down towards Buford, he's gonna hit you for 38 damage. And I would brace into the with my shield and destroy my shield. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as you go to move, he, he just bites down and crunches through your shield, completely obliterating it and throwing you back. He wanted the shield. Lifting you up off of your feet so you don't actually go anywhere. You can okay. go again, but a critical success on attack of opportunity disrupts the action that triggered it. Yeah, but uh, so how much would I take and how much? So the shield hardness is uh, at 7. So you'd take 32, and your shield would take 32. Okay. Wait, 31, because he hit you for 38. 31. Oh, good. Oh, good. And my shield is just at, you know, its total health was 30. Ah, uh, so he <laughs> obliterates it. Yeah. He crunches it, rips it off your arm, Oof. and leaves metal fragments strewn across Oof. the cave floor. <laughs> um, oh, this guy's terrifying. Oh, this is lovely. Are you rolling that dice you shouldn't be rolling right now? No, actually, I didn't even pull out the kill you die. Uh, so then I'm going to uh, stagger away from him. Can uh, I still do that same move? Yeah, I would like to still go this way. Still moving up a little distance. Staggering forward and further, you can see Buford gravely injured just from a knockback, and then he grabbed him and slammed him down the square, but he manages to get away as Teklosh. Just lets out a rolling cackle. <laughs> Come, the rest of you. I hunger. Esvis. <sighs> Hunt prey? <laughs> right. That thing. <laughs> By that, do you mean prey? That sounded like an invitation for arrows. If he hungers, he can eat this, and I will... Hunted shot. And you have a striking grip on your bow now, right? No, that hasn't oh, been transferred over yet. yet. But you, have, you do have a lesser potency. Oh, I do have so a lesser it, potency. Is, it is magical. Okay, so. First shot. Um, 18. 18. Uh, the arrow is going to hit near directly. He's pretty large and he's not, in, he's not particularly fast. But a full-drawn longbow shot, the arrow just off his exposed furry skin. That includes, is he flat-footed to me because he doesn't know I'm there? There's no. Second shot. It's also a road brick now. Oh. Mm -hmm. We didn't know that. Yeah, it's not an eight anymore. Okay. 
Uh, 22 for the second shot. 22, another arrow will hit and just glance across and 22 doesn't do it. Third shot. I can't help but notice that there's a, a hole in the wall over there that seems much smaller than he is. Natural one. The disappointment. <laughs> a little shaken by the first two days, the third one just kind of loses a bit wide. So yeah, looking throughout the cave here where Buford is, you can see there's the cliff you came down, and on the northwestern side of the cavern, another ten-foot cliff like that leading off into the cave. To the right of you is both a small, much more maintained, it doesn't look natural, it looks like it was a carved mined path leading further out to the east with a much larger opening going exactly the same direction on the far end of the cave near Buford. Resume. Um, Resume uh, will, from where she's kind of hiding, tucked away, um, will uh, shout out... Um, something in a language none of you understand. Staggering fear. Staggering fear, exactly. <laughs> and um, I will cast uh, Agitate. Okay. So what? Uh, what is the new one? What's Agitate? Uh, so he needs to make a will save. Okay. He's going to make a will save. He is going to get a uh, villain point. I don't know what this does, and that's a three on the die. So uh, he's going to get Mancha giving me some hot power here, and the good news is that I have a bonus, because almost immediately before this started, Blade Tiger gave me another one. <laughs> so I still have three, but this one's Manchas. Thank you for that one, comrade. Let me write down quickly Blade Tiger. Let me do better. Uh, he's gonna get 25. Um, so that will, uh, he'll succeed, but he won't critically succeed. Okay. Um, so one of his actions that he takes a turn for his next turn has to be destroyed. And if he doesn't do that, he's going to take 2d8 damage. Ooh, okay. You got itchy feet. So he's got a waste movement. He has to move around. He has to move around. Okay. Um, and then, um, for her last action, she will call up a shield. <laughs> Pink. Renali... Seeing this creature, uh, Savage Buford, is going to push past you as you cast out your spell, move into the front, and uh, pull her hands back as she calls out, Kula Unfuldere! And waves forward a just rainbow wash uh, of what looks almost like just colored dust and powder out flashing across the entirety of the Greater Barghest. Who is going to make another save? Um, so he is going to succeed, which means I had this page open, but I lost it. Because I can't remember what every spell in second edition does yet, and they're all new and exciting. As this crashes over him, he starts to move around almost a little erratically as your spell hits, and throws a hand up over his eye to protect himself from what doesn't look like it's a particularly bright or anything, but just an explosion of colors across him. And uh, he is stunned, uh, he is dazzled, rather. It's helpful. And that's gonna be the Dolren. Huh. Well now, 
Um, does this guy look like he uh, has a... Um... Oh, never mind. He spent it trying to chomp Buford, so we're okay. Um, I'm going to... to... Alright, yes, no, 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 no time to be coy here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Lightning. <laughs> Feel better already. Um, uh, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to whip that disarm out and hook not only necessarily trying to hook his ankle to knock him down, but I'm actually just trying to compromise the integrity of this pile of flotsam he stand up, which says doesn't take shouldn't take much to go and try to knock him down and make his foot unsteady enough. So I'm gonna try to trip him. Okay. Now I'm gonna remember the trip is against reflex DC for once. It is, and it's not fortitude, which means I might have a prayer. Because <laughs> he's really big. That is a I get plus one because it's potency rune, so that's gonna be twenty-five. Uh, with a 25, you will actually pull his foot, and though he stands steady, as you pull back, it's just a wall. He is too strong for you to pull it away, but the pile of crap underneath him is not. And it's just going to drag what he's standing on out from the pile and bring him falling down to the ground. You will knock him prone. So he is now prone, agitated, and dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... Woo! That's the goal! Yes! Um, and uh, the now flat-footed monster, uh, Dalren's going to reverse, bring it up. This is his technique trip, and then wham, smack him. Uh, ah. And hopefully, uh, that's that's a two on the die. So I don't think I'm going to hit him with that. Probably. Not. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. What is one action left? Isn't it? No, a raged. Oh, you raged. I always forget rage is an action now. Rur. Well, I just so happen to know this thing has a weakness to holy. Does in fact, he's also now prone, so mm-hmm. flat-footed. Uh, is there, is there just room for me to step to the right? I can't actually tell. You like can, I, I can't uh, see. You can step up to the edge of this ledge here and uh, see down with that space over the top. You're ten feet. You're well above taller yeah. than them. Uh, you I don't are need about to. level with the top of this hulking beast yeah. here. I don't need to, but it's just like I physically can't tell what's right here. Yeah, you're him, good. So. You're good. Okay. He, uh, I mean, you're about level with the top of him. He's on this pile, but he could easily just walk over here and reach everyone that was at the top. He's massive. Well, we're gonna go ahead and throw a divine lance at the now prone individual and try to get his attention. Do something. And this is gonna be good. Okay. Well, I hope it is. 27. 27's gonna connect. This little guy named Lance just shows up and kind of bops him on the nose. For 11 good damage. Alright, and as you knew from identifying this creature, you can see that this spear of holy energy strikes true and flashes through him, almost with fire from Saren Ray herself, burning around where it strikes the creature, uh, definitely doing uh, additional damage. And I will cast light on myself to end my turn. Or is light two actions? It's two. Okay, I'll cast shield. You're kind of being left almost in the darkness here as your, your source of light has stumbled Tottering away. Tottering <laughs> away. I had it on the wrong person. It was a uh, resume has the light. It's over here. I like it. Buford actually does not have the light. Buford's stumbling away in the darkness. Alrighty. So this creature, the Bargast, Teclash, immediately tries to right itself, uh, flailing for a moment in the pile of stuff as it pulls itself up roaring in pain from this strike. 
And it turns and looks around, stars in its eyes, unable to really tell where it came from. But he sees, well, two people over here who definitely look like they're doing magic things. Does he have any actions left? Um, he stands up, he moves. No, what I mean is agitate deprives him of an action. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, no, he's, agitate he's, makes he has to stride. Yeah. So he oh. stands oh, up, okay, got he it. strides, and no, he's got he one, left. one left. Oh, he has one left. Okay, got it. He is dazzled, gonna, though, so yeah, maybe. He is dazzled. So it's just going to be a solid 50-50 of which he has no idea where this came from. Which of the two of you, Resume or Benali, he decides to swing at. Um, and that is going to be Resme, as he just lashes out an almost blind fury towards you. Well, the good news is he has to make a flat check through the Dazzled. So that is going to be actually a natural one. So stars in his eyes, he comes around just swinging his claws <laughs> wildly and Racing slams it into the ground right between the two of you. He couldn't really decide which way he wanted to go with that. I might be the luckiest druid on the entire planet. There's way too much light for him But he right blinks now. for a moment and steadies himself, and you can tell he's overcome about all the debilitations he had there. Did you put on your brown pants today? <laughs> Buddy. Um, uh, so just uh, out of character... Do, uh, to, to get effects like trip and, and shove, do they still take the penalty of being non-magical? Well, that's just, that's just a damage thing. They don't that's do, just damage? They don't do damage, so it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. So I'm going to, uh... Well, I mean, if you critically succeed a trip, it does damage, and you probably resist that. But, like, it's yeah, not resistant to physical movement, no. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to throw my warhammer at him. Okay. First of all, that's the plan number one. I'm not exactly sure what I'm rolling here. Uh, well, that's a hero point because that's a two. Oh, let me do my session reroll first. Uh, you would be rolling with your dex proficiency, just your dex instead of your strength. You're still just as proficient throwing it as you are swinging it. So oh, okay. it would just be the difference between your dex and strength modifiers. You'd be basically a minus that. So okay. what, minus four? Minus four. <laughs> 18 to 10. Uh, ah, Man. so, okay, so 18 on the die. So, and uh, that's going to be uh, 11. Do I get the plus one? Because it's still yeah, a hammer. Yeah, sure do. Yeah, it's still <laughs> your potent hammer. Okay, so uh, so 11 minus 4 is a, a 7 plus 18. 25. 25. 25. What is the range of command on a throne hammer? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's 10. 10. Uh, so, I'm... You go to throw it, so 23, because he's slightly too far away. You throw it, and the hammer hits him, and uh, you see, like, the physical impact, but it just, thunk, and falls clattering down to the stone floor. Not enough to do any damage. Okay. Then I will pull out my whip. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> uh, and then brace myself. I may step, I may step forward five feet. A little closer. Just a little closer. I mean, I'm sure he can probably still reach me, but still. <laughs> and that's it. That's and all that I will bring us to Nesbus. <laughs> he is now right in front of you. Uh huh. We need to get you a short bow, man. You ain't lying. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, I'm just gonna let loose. Uh, first, we're gonna go with Hunter's aim. So as you go to fire, 
he seems to hear the bowstring draw and turns his head, just biting up towards you. He can definitely reach you from there, and firing a ranged weapon is definitely going to provoke He's about to eat some rocks. Uh, it's going to be a 28 armor class. That is a regular hit. Okie dokie. His first not crit. Yeah, he did not crit that time. That's a regular hit. Uh, he is going to hit you for 21 damage. Ouchies. But it's not going to interrupt it. It's not going to interrupt the action. Or disrupt, rather, is the second vision terminology. Because he did not crit. So, uh, first will be uh, Hunter's Aim, the two action uh, one shot. Because I needs me some bonuses. You are above him. So you do get, I, I always forget this, you get a plus one for high ground. So, slightly better. Better nothing. <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered last turn for what it's worth. No. <laughs> that, that didn't figure. He was on his pile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would have <laughs> just enough to put him on high level. <laughs> uh, it's 23. Oh, yeah. Including the plus one. Actually, no, not including the plus one. That's so. That's twenty-four. Twenty-four. You will shoot, and you will see your arrow penetrate just hard enough to embed, but it's just superficial. God, not gonna hit. So twenty-four hard. is not gonna land. <laughs> and then uh, hunted shot. Believe. Believe. Believe in the Believe <laughs> Not high enough. And not high enough. The two more arrows barely embedding or just scraping across his incredibly thick hide. This creature clearly protected by something more than just a biological exterior. Rare knows this is a being of such pure evil that they almost draw strength from the abyss itself to reinforce them. Mm, that's why you gotta hit them with the good stuff. Resume. Um, I see an opening um, that is, leads fact, an opening. back somewhere. Um, I'm going to try to take that opening. So scoop past Rinali into this little small passageway here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does allow you... How far do you want to go? As you turn this corner into here, uh, you can see, again, this is clearly a worked tunnel. It's not natural like what you've been traveling through for miles to be here. This leads into a properly, not perfectly, but squared off room that was dug and excavated to be a room. And both entrances are fairly narrow tunnels. And inside, it's a bit dingy, it's a bit moist, but it's almost a cellar and has a couple of lumpy mounds with cloth tarps drawn over them that look like they've been left there for ages. Uh, now this is actually so narrow, I'm going to need an acrobatics check for you to squeeze your way into it. Will, will it still just be one action? Or? It's still one action, it's part of the action that you're moving. Actually, I think squeeze is a separate action if that changes what you want to do. We'll take you two actions to get in here. Then I don't want to do it. Okay. You realize the entrance is too small, but you can still see all of that. You can see it. I mean, you have the torch. That's fine, because um, the point was to get out of everyone else's cone, um, and she will uh, uh, shout out um, another word in a language that no one understands, and the ground will shake and cascade toward the thing um, as it takes uh, the earth in its face. Uh, okay. That will be Shockwave. Oh, um, this is the, the knockover. Yeah. So what save does he make Reflex. Here? Reflex, all right. This is going to be an 18. Uh, that will fail. Okay. He's, he's going to fall prone. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
stands up, moves forward, slams, bites an ass, and falls down again <laughs> as the ground tremors beneath his feet. Doing a good job of keeping him on the ground so far. Um, and that's it. And then uh, Renali, seeing this, is also going to take the opportunity to scamper away. And she moves close to Buford here and sees the, how injured he is. And just, she looks at you, and the, you can barely see her. Oh, I guess her eyes come closer. So you're kind of in the light here. You can see her, the torch light from her. And she looks over. And uh, turns back towards the creature quickly, casting another spell. Anime Vaventis! And conjuring her own defender on the other side of you. So flanking with Renali, a massive leopard comes into being, its skin almost smoldering, uh, leaving faint clouds trailing off of it as it comes in with a faint growl. But this leopard, easily nine, ten feet long, its shoulder as high as yours, and it bears its teeth towards Teklash, ready to defend the group of you. Do we need a leopard thing? Uh, you can use this pile of spiders because it's also large and it's the only thing I have on hand. I didn't actually think that far ahead. I forgot to get a token for the leopard thing. <laughs> that works. Dalren. All right, so uh, he's flanked by Buddy and he's fallen over. So that's about as flat-footed as you can get. Well, he's not flanked by Buddy, actually, because Buddy is too far away. Oh, we got yeah. a whip. Yep. He is flanked by Buddy. You're right. You're right. I mean, it's, it's double flat-footed. Yeah, that, that counts for something, I'm no hoping. Feet. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it counts for something. Um, so I'm not going to waste this opportunity. I'm just going to bring that geese arm down on him. <laughs> now, good news. You have a hero point, my friend, because Arcadis has redeemed We Need Dolren. You might as well just, just keep that. that. Keep you can just keep it. <laughs> I rolled another two. I rolled another two. One, uh, back in the box. That die was a birthday present, and I can't put it in the oh, cage. Oh, yeah, that was a birthday present. I'm going uh, to stop birthday. rolling it, though, for a minute. That's a 20. Uh, 20 is, is going to slam down, and you feel almost the reverberations in the haft of your geese arm as it just bounces off of his hide. Oh my god, this thing's a monster. Uh, I do have another action. Uh, I've got a lot of actions, actually. Uh, hey, let's, two, it was only one. Yeah, yeah, it was two. Um, well, fish for a 20, maybe I get lucky. That's a 15, so it's still a 20. Uh, so bonk, bonk. <laughs> He's just bouncing this off of sparks flying and cracks of lightning as your weapon lands, but not enough to beat through its hide. It's not. It is not, in fact, enough to beat through its hide. And actually, can I even hit it, even if I roll a 20 at this point? Well, 20 upgrades you by one category. I can't hit. No, I could. I yeah, could. 20 is plus one category. So Fish even if you it. fail, uh, even if it fails, it gets bumped to a success. Yeah. No, that's that's an 18. That It's an 18 is what I rolled. So, nope. Whack, whack, whack. It's been a second since I had to use this, but we're going to reach into the blessings of Sarenrae and for the fire and the fury, a blessing will come down over Buford, followed immediately by healing light washing over you. So you heal four, mm -hmm. an extra four, because it's, it's my level. Okay. Plus. Extra four for what, though? Oh, he's in the LDL. I was like, yeah. wait, we need the base number. Yeah. Nope. An extra so, four plus. This is the second level heal? Yeah, second level heal. Oh, baby, 2d8 plus 20 2D10. with the 2d10 plus 20, because you're going Saren Ray heal boy. Woo! 
Is that two tens? That's a ten and a nine. Wow. Kills Buford for thirty nine. Wow. Yep. I went for five. To a nine. And that that was a, a two a And two it heals him so effectively that a hero point <laughs> from <laughs> Mucker. Buddy has a buddy in chat. And a, a second behind it, actually, a follow-up, because I missed one, and I apologize. I didn't see this come through on the chat. For uh, From Deadly Doll to Esvis, my favorite elf seems like you are going to need this. <laughs> so that was a two-action heal plus my focus spell. So that was all, that was your That's all three. So uh, this creature, again, pulls himself up from the ground, now incensed, now absolutely aware of where to turn his fury directly towards Resme. So furious now, he is first going to bite. And, uh, that is going to be a 37 armor class. And uh, he notices a beautiful diet and like a beautiful necklace she's wearing. <laughs> and he's like, oh man, if I bite this and I accidentally break this necklace, man, I'd better be careful. He does not care about the necklace, <laughs> but he is going to be enfeebled too after the hit. And he this strike is going to do minus some amount of damage. And you're not, it doesn't um, critical you, so that's Well, good. a 37? Oh, a 37, no, totally no, sorry. Um, I was like, really? No, 27. So I'm gonna try my bracers because that will bring me- That's only a rage text. This means oh, oh, that's right, oh, sorry. I his mouth is not raised, it's just very large. So uh, how much does this reduce the damage by? Um, while I'm rolling it. <laughs> Uh, actually, that's a good question. Okay, so the equal to two plus your level. So six. So he's going to hit for 24, which Buddy's intervention is going to reduce to 18. So you're going okay. to take 18 damage, and then still enfeebled, you see him stumble a bit, and he swipes with a claw towards you. So all that's going to go away. Yeah. And the claw is a second attack. By the power invested me by math, it's going to be a 34. Jesus. Does not hurt me. Yes, it does. It does? Yeah. Pretty it, sure you don't have 24 AC. Oh, sorry. I keep thinking. Uh, yeah, I, I would it was be double. Yeah, yeah. very impressed if you had. Yeah, it's not double, it's plus 10. So he's going to crit you with make the it bite for this thing. and crit you again with the claw. Um, can I? I break your shield for I, this. I'll, sh I'll break my shield. And it's gonna, as you throw that shield up in front of you, he's going to shatter through it. You're going to take five less damage from this. And then uh, two less also because Enfeebled hits him twice on the attack and the damage roll. So the total he is doing is 18, 16 because he's Enfeebled, and then 11 because of the shield. Which does dissipate the magic forcefully. You won't be able to recast that again anytime soon. But it keeps you alive. Those were some low crit rolls. You have like five. Oh wait, that was a crit. <laughs> I, my, my bad, it wasn't it was an 18, it was 36. Oh. <laughs> 32. Ooh. With the enfeebled, because you guys did get some feeble twice. 32, and then it would be 27 is what it actually hits you through, crashing through the shield. Does that knock you down? Uh, with the... That's is that, that 27. It, it, 27 Total? is the damage you end up taking. Final answer, math. Okay. Uh, then no, it doesn't. Well, no, okay. but the, that's an addition to the first attack. Oh, that's well, the second. Th it's 27. Then yes, that will knock me down. So as you get knocked down by a crit, you are dying too. Okay. And uh, with her brought low, it's gonna move her initiative to the front of the table. 
But after she knocks him down, he stands up, and you see Teklosh viciously savage Resume leaving there bloodied and motionless on the floor. Speaking of bloodied, or buddied, as the case may be, <laughs> you're up. Did you just compare my name to bloodied? That's very close. It's pretty close. Not even remotely close. You guys don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to try and trip this man. I've got my whip out. It's perfect opportunity for tripping. God, I know how this is. Oh, oh baby, look at that. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah. ye of little, ye faith. little faith. Right. Okay, so that would be a 27. 27's gonna do it. Back on the when floor. When it matters, <laughs> he lashes out, and as he focuses all of his effort, leaning forwards onto Resma, you pull his leg out from a f um, under him, and he falls forward onto the ground. Prone once more. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that, that can't go over there. The can't go over there is... Rinaldi's very focused on the Heckwash right now. Yeah, she'll figure it out. Um, and then, uh, I guess even if he's laying down, he can still land me. <laughs> so. Well, he doesn't look like he has, like, his reach. He has had to, he can't reach it. He's large, but his arms trying, aren't, like, nine feet long. But he, not if I'm trying to get Therese to heal her. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna try and get over to Resme. I see her go down, I'm like oh man, and I run. I walk forward to try and get to Resme. Yeah, he gets five feet. You can just step. Oh, oh, good. I'm gonna step forward to Resme. I forgot step <laughs> was a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, you can step diagonally. It's, yeah, it's so. okay. Good. And just, I reach down. The animal fears the paralyzing. I forgot you can five foot step. And I'm gonna it's reach an action, down. But, uh, yeah. And I'm gonna reach down and and um, try and keep this woman alive. <laughs> Do you, does land hands? Is it a manipulate? Is it a manipulate action? Uh, it's cast somatic. Uh, somatic. Somatic means it's a manipulate. So the lay on hands itself is where you're going to promote. We're gonna see. Uh, so as you reach so don't down, get yeah, I got 22 AC. He scrapes his claws across the stone where he just knocked her down towards you to bat you away, and it is going to be a 28. Not a crit, uh, yes. but not a crit. So it's it not is crit, not, not going to interrupt the lay on hands. It is just going to strike you for nine damage, actually. Oh, nice. By okay. far the lowest he's dealt. Yes, I From the ground, he's it. not great at it. It's actually a 25, because he's prone. I forgot about that. Oh, okay, so okay, okay, okay. I don't okay. think that changes it. So um, then Resme would get... Ooh, it's uh, actually a 23. He's enfeebled and prone. Was that... What was your yeah, issue? 22. Uh, if I had really destroyed. You take seven, because he's enfeebled, too. Not nine. My mistake. <laughs> Counting? It it's till Accounting? the end of your turn. I forgot he was enfeebled till the end of your turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And then, um, so, uh, Resume would get 12, uh, 12 health back. Alright, and as this surge of holy light fills you, you wake up on the floor, no longer dying, the wounded one. Paid you. Sad black cards that you don't want to have. I'll go ahead and just keep this one on top in case anything. And then oh, I'll just man. stand there without my shield, like. Espus. <laughs> <laughs> right, dice. Let's try this again. <laughs> hunter's aim, hunted shot. So first for the hunter's aim. So much better. <laughs> 
Okay, that with the high ground okay. will be a 27. 27 will hit. Now, as he is prone and reaching, scrabbling towards the people in front of him, you manage to finally sink an arrow in between his ribs, not being glanced by the bone. For three points of damage. Three points of damage. We're on the board. We're on the board. <laughs> and two more shots. Sad dice. Sad I think that one needs to go to jail. It's Don't about. It's about to. It. It actually. You know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> Do not pass go. Goodbye. And third shot. Are you serious? I'm going to spend a session reroll. You are on number three. Yes. Okay. Why? Because we need I'm, damage. I, because we need damage, and I'm also proving a point to my dice. You better behave. <laughs> you better behave, or I'll spend resources on you. <laughs> Um, so with high ground, that's 22, but... 22 is just barely not going to be enough to do it. It tried. It did try. It tried so hard. Renali brings her hand forward, and the cat she is commanding lunges forth into battle with Teklash. And as this, as this thing steps forward, reaching out with a massive paw, Battle of the Titans evolving in front of you here, he is going to swipe. Am I legally allowed to use villain points on friendly NPCs? Of course. I mean, you control you're, them. It's your GM. You. you can do whatever you want. It's called a villain point. It's not very villainous it's if it helps you out. Well, it's not called a villain well, point. It's actually a GM well, point. Well, actually, that is... <laughs> no. I think it goes against the spirit of it. They want it's to a, make us suffer. They want to make yeah. you be sad. That's going to be a 14, a two on the die. And uh, the cat's paw is just going to slap onto the height of this thing. <laughs> he forgot to use his claws. Dealing nothing. <laughs> and then Renali, seeing the healing happening in front of her, quickly spurts out, Mena, no, Isilo, Uquandio! I've no Isilo, Uquandio. You don't know those last two. Um, she seems distressed and she's trying to help. Me not, no, it's was it? I can't help. And she is going to step back Peace. a little closer to the larger northern tunnel. <laughs> uh, she's not running, she's just going to step. Mm-hmm. And she just steps back and points down and calls out, you understand, we go. Dalren. Uh... Not a bad idea if you all want to uh, circle around and leave. Uh, and um, But I'm going to hold the line here to try to uh, make it so that my friends can run behind me if they need to. Uh, so this time we're going to have to switch it because slashing is clearly not working. Just reverse grip it and just try to stab it. He's on the ground. Thing. Just stab him viciously. Stab viciously. Go for it. Nat oh, 20. Yes. <sighs> Ridical hit. Great. The poking is what we needed. That was it. That was it. All right. Lightning explosion. Why am I rolling two dice? I mean, you do however you want, really. All right. That, oh, that's that's why I don't roll two dice. All right. So uh, that's maximum damage. So 17 times two, 34 damage. Lightning 34 explosion. 34 damage. He's got 26 on him right now. Now 60. As you see this lightning surge through his body, your blade sinking into his flesh with a crackling explosion and a spray of dark blood from the greater Bargast here. The first truly mortal wound he's been dealt. As he roars and writhes in pain, 
This fight is not close to over, but that's getting you a lot closer, to be certain. Just roll 20's forehead. Yeah, duh, duh, that's all I have to do. Roll 20's forehead. <laughs> we just kill the Bargus. You just kill the Bargus, it's that simple. Do it again. Do it again. Here we go, let's do it again. That's that's oh. not doing it again. That's a that's a five on the die. Um, uh, pull it out. He's just writhing too much. Uh, but there is a giant kitty cat over there. Um, you are flanking with the giant cat. I am flanking. I mean, with he's flat-footed because he's prone anyway. Flanking yeah. is the same bonus. It's flat-footed. Um, he's cat-footed. And that's why you went down first. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it. that's exactly it. There's justice in the world. Um, you know what? Whatever. I'll have to fish for twenties anyway. Let's see. Oh, that's not a twenty. That is an eight. All right. Already, Rur. We're gonna have a little bit of fun with this individual right here. So, I need a will save. Okay, so you're casting Command. something. Command, you say. Okay, uh, that is going to be a 28. He does not critically succeed, which is all that matters. He has to walk away from me. He has to spend his one of his actions on his turn, getting away from How long me. is he agitated for, by the way? Was that just one turn? That's just one turn, yeah. Okay, I figured, but I... And I'm pretty sure it has to be his first action, so let me... He's literally prone, so I can't be... He's prone and surrounded. I mean, it's definitely... He, he doesn't <laughs> follow it if he can't do it, but uh, he will attempt to spend an action moving away from you. I know, that leaves you with one left. As if it has the fleeing condition, so it has to... Yeah, but he, try he, and get away from it's literally me. incapable, so... Yeah. You can crawl. You can't, he's bodied. There's a leopard in the way. He physically oh. cannot move away from you. I thought there was space back here. Not big enough. But, yeah, uh, he, he will, squeeze he will try. Let's do third okay. action. And third action is that I'm just going to cast shield. <laughs> Dude, please no. <laughs> now, Resume, you wake up on the floor uh, on a cold stone, wet with your own blood, oh, and Buford over you. Is it still alive? Uh, yep, you, you it sure is, to, lady. Yeah, you, say, you, you come just as you say that coming to you, you see this claw flap in the Buford next to you. <laughs> Bring down the cave, and she'll drop a triple magic missile on him. (laughs) Okay. So from the floor, three force bolts coming up. No resistance to that. That just does damage. So 3d4 plus three. No, 3d4 plus four. No, three. three. You're right. I really need to get that straight through my head. There's a lot of numbers involved. It, all the rest of your spells are plus four, except yeah, yeah. that this one. This one is just one per missile. You're scaling, you're casting stuff as the fact that it's that three fours? That's triple four. Yes. Oh, no, baby. 19 damage, please. That is no, 15 damage. 15 damage. damage. That's how math works. I really need to get that <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. Just guess numbers. It, we'll, we'll tell you right. Yeah, the worst case scenario will correct you. 15 damage <laughs> as three missiles surging up from the floor connect into the prone form of Techlash. And as these blast him, this lightning goose arm still stabbed into him from a dull wrench as he pulls it back to continue his assault. He is now starting to appear injured. Ugh, and Head hurts. He is going to stand up from the ground, his compulsion somewhat overwhelming him, and swipe out towards the massive cat engaging in this titanic <laughs> combat and uh okay he's gonna fail that so here's the attack roll um with a 24 slam his claw 
into it. And the knock the cat back a little ways. A puff of black smoke exiting out where this enormous strike just connects with it. And then he is going to bring his other claw up as well, trying to bat this thing out of the way so he can move away. Fail it again. Okay. Oh, natural 20 on the attack! So bringing up a much stronger hit as the thing stumbles, smashing his clawed hand almost with a punch straight into the leopard's face as it reels back in pain and you almost lose sight of the battle for the thick smoke emanating from this smoldering leopard here battling before you. And uh, that was the first. 17 and the second. 30 on the critical hit with the follow-up punch doing 47 damage to the huge cat thing. Why and is there a cat on fire in the room? You see in the corner, Nolly just kind of grin a bit and turn her focus back towards Teklosh as he takes all this damage and battles her massive beast, Buford. I'm gonna step back to where Rinaldi was. Okay. And my trusty whip never does me wrong. And I'm going to try and trip this man again. He's got a, a bad case of not prone right now. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to exactly. fix that. Gotta fix it. Uh, with, a, with a trusty old hero point, this hero point is uh, given to us. From uh, Jake the Impaler is gonna help How tripping. There you go. <laughs> okay. Ooh, hey, ooh, ooh. Jake, coming through Jake. again. It really is. It really is. Okay, so 19 on the die. So it's 29. 29. I'll knock him prone again. I laugh at look and bring him back down to the ground as he battles this massive cat. Um, and then I'm going to um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this. Stupid Bargas, what's what? You better not be going around just hitting all my friends. Because that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, minus five for a second of hang. Okay, so that is a, uh, a three. <laughs> intimidation. <laughs> oh, you're intimidating. Yeah, that's yeah not he, as... is, he is not afraid of you. That's about as intimidating as it sounded. Zero <laughs> Very annoyed with you for tripping him constantly. Esvis. <laughs> I'm very impressed with the whip, though. I'll never it's look too, at it the I'm same way. I'm impressed with your ability right? to consistently knock him prone. Techlash yeah. has been on the ground Dude, after everyone. That is our goal. Yeah, <laughs> pretty well. Uh, hunter's aim, hunter shot. All right, just drawing back three more arrows. Techlash just can't find his feet. That's here. a hero three. point. That's, That's a three more arrows. <laughs> That's a hero point reroll. <laughs> it's a good thing chat loves you guys. It doesn't want you to die horribly. Into the jail you go with your friend. You were given a chance. I have so many dice. Okay, try again. That is with the height. <laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty. He's prone too, so he's yeah. gonna need the twenty-five. So you uh, you fire down, and as he falls off his back, strike another arrow into his chest. Oh, we're getting there. You're on the board. We we getting there, man. For seven points of damage. Oh, All right. Good. He's got taken eighty-two. And then. The hunted shots. Fishing for 20s. 
You got half of one. I got to eat it. Thanks. <laughs> you get two? You got, you got the a good part. <laughs> so as you finish, as the Barghast falls down and Buford pulls his whip back and yells, the uh, the rippling smoke that's emanated from this leopard as Teklosh has struck starts to kind of dissipate and instead of revealing the leopard as you expected, there's nothing there. Renali, still grimy, uh, grinning, calls out <laughs> calls out towards the, the bar guest. Ilumbo! <laughs> she just said <laughs> something inappropriate. And she is going to taunt it and make her own intimidate trick. Don't taunt it while I'm standing in front of you. <laughs> I'm going to bowl you over. Uh, but she also is not. He's just mad. He's not afraid. He's just mad. And uh, she will stride across the cavern here a bit away from you towards the northwestern end. <laughs> the biggest opening of the area. Dalren. 20. 20. <laughs> That's what I need. But um, no, let's see if lightning can strike twice. Let's uh, again just bring that down and just just spear him. This is just he's, he's just thrown constantly. The spear fish. He gets up for a second and gets whipped to the ground again. It's uh, a twenty. It's not gonna do it. Twenty's not gonna do it. All no, right. bats it away. Uh, let's flip it again. Let's try for more. What do I need to do for that? Jeez, no. At twenty, there's really not much I can do. Oh, but there is something I can do. Um, so uh, Dalren is going to. Uh, Oh, I don't think I can. Uh, let's just pull it. Um, so I'm going to um, push. Can I? I have to actually move up to Resume before I can push her, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I'll move up to Resume, and I will. Uh, and I'm gonna do that with a stride. Would he like to hit me? Uh, he's definitely gonna take the opportunity to hit you. He ain't gonna say no. Bring it. Not gonna pass. He's prone, so he is only gonna get a 29. Uh, that will not critical me. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> and as he bites out as you run by, his mouth just flailing and raged, uh, you are going to take 15 damage from this bite. All right, that's good. Uh, and then I can, I'm going to try to push Resme uh, away. Athletics. Hey, what did I do? Move, 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 move. Uh, that's uh, 20. So... With a 20, I guess with her being prone on the ground here, you can't really effectively scoot her. She's not that light, and what's she's it? kind of out of it. Actually, she's... What's her fortitude save? What's your fortitude save? Um, I guess maybe a 20 would succeed. I just kind of assumed at this no, point. No, it's like plus six. I'm like... Oh, wait. well, you're really bad. Okay, so you would definitely... You would <gasps> shove her a bit out of the way here. More towards Beaver. Do you want to follow? I would love to follow. Moving up, taking the place in front here. Rur. We're calling down some holy light again. Divine Lance with a session re-roll for that four. I think the good, the good is what we're, what we're after here. You know what? We're going to try the red dice. The red dice is new. We're going to try this one. 25. I'll take it. 25 will hit. Four. Eight. Uh, good. Eight good damage. And again, you feel as if it does even more as this light racks through him again, leaving a, a large burn. You can see it flash through with a massive wound 
the Dalren is cut inside him, racking him with pain as he twitches a bit on the ground, now mortally injured. I'm gonna five foot step away from the lip. Please no. Because I, <laughs> I feel like he's very not happy with me right now. So, Resme. This Dalren just <laughs> almost rolls you, slides you across the stone floor here. The good news is your own blood makes it easier to sort of slide you across the stone. So, it's working out. Uh, thanks for the assist, Dalren. I don't need to be able to see him to do this. And she'll once again drop another triple magic missile on him. I have another one. Oh, yeah, it's a first level spell. That's ah. fair. All right. Isn't the only requirement right, of sorry, magic sorry. missiles that you... I was thinking that you... it was for some reason. Isn't, hmm? isn't the only requirement of magic missiles that you can see them? Yeah, but I mean, she's right next to him. I'm like right next to him. <laughs> and but you said you, I don't uh, have to see him. Yeah. I don't he's, need to know. I he's focusing need... on biting at Dolren as he moves by and not at you as you do wizard stuff. I do sorcerer stuff. Sorcerer stuff is the flavor of wizard <laughs> stuff. Look at it's you like over Coke there. and Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you over there casting your divine 11. magic. Eleven. Is it? A, is it eleven? Yeah, it's eleven. It's not allowed to do magic missile. Yeah, magic I know, well. right? What is seven? Uh, okay, so yeah, it no, is, it's actually it's yeah. ten. ten? <laughs> yeah, no, you were off by one. Three, three, and two. Three, two, two. No, it was a three, a three, and a two. Okay, eleven. All right, in that case, it's so, eleven. He takes eleven damage. One hundred and six points into him. He. Gets up off the ground no, once cool. more. <laughs> snarls. <laughs> and swells in size to be even larger. Uh, now filling near the hole of the cavern. Huh. Oh, that's just unfair. A massive, truly hulking beast, almost 20 feet tall and just balls his clawed hand together in a fist and smashes it down on Resme. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, he at least stood up. He doesn't have an action left. Woo! <laughs> Prone for the win. Buddy. I tried. Uh-huh. Okay. He's like right at your head. <laughs> my, oh, my tiny little whip. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna is, try is, and trip he, him. is he huge? I have, He's huge now. I have yep. Titan Wrestler. You have <laughs> Yes! For this purpose, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't do that, but you have Titan Wrestler. And that's for a 26. 26? As he goes and pulls his fist up, you. So inexplicably, wrap the whole whip around his leg and grab the other end of it and just yank his foot sliding on the flotsam and crashing it down with cracking and shattering of wood and stone into his throne and his pile of rubble that's crushed underneath him, prone. And then I'm going to step back a bit and I'm going to be like, oh god, Resume, <laughs> you better move. <laughs> Esmus. You know it. You love it. It's coming. <laughs> Hunter's aim. Does he still get the height advantage bonus? Yeah. He's laying down don't still. Think, I don't know. No, he's huge now. I don't <laughs> think there's, there's no height advantage anymore. He is laying on he's the ground. Prone. He is prone. <laughs> I'll get that much at least. 29. Hey. 29 will hit. You scared me for a second there. Like, like oh, caveat. Uh-oh. <laughs> He got bigger, so did his AC. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Seven more points of damage. 
And as you, Hunter Zane, you take two actions to ready this shot as this massive beast falls into a, like a cloud of shrapnel and dust, you loose this final arrow into him. Why are we alive? <laughs> Why are we still here? As <laughs> just to suffer. Uh, <laughs> as as he's falling down, and the hunter's aim just locking in, uh, I just whisper under my breath, and just look, just just looking at the tat, just looking at the tat, just knowing where the brand is for Phrasma, and just saying thank you, and just loose this arrow to just stick straight in between his eyes. And as this one strikes, his roaring turns to a brief sharp howl of pain before his he stops he stops writhing the massive body of Techlash falls still on the stone floor an overwhelming silence falls over the cavern as the sounds of battle with this enormous being suddenly cease Hey, buddy, I just realized something. He what? spent the entire fight tech lashing him, and then Resme kind of go, falls backward on the ground. Esfis just reaches out and just puts a hand on Rur's shoulder. Thank you. Oh, goodness gracious. <sighs> what? Many God's blessings are upon us today. I we should go down to them now. three of you, Dalren. Ah. Uh, Yes, yes, uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> I've, I've never seen a beast so vicious. As, uh, Rinaldi hurries over to the group of you, uh, are you okay? Alive? Alive? Yes, okay, maybe overstating uh, it. And looks the rest of you, uh, Ilumbo, un quasenta? You want kind of a jack in the pats box? Her, pats her, her hips and shows empty hands. Oh, I, I, I believe she's she's inquiring if uh, we can heal ourselves. Uh, she says apparently she doesn't have magic. I have a kid. To do so. We can take care of this. It will just. I'll I'll walk. I'll Does it stay get down big? the rope. For now, the magic still, the spell's still active. Huh. So as you pull out your healing kit and the group of you reconvene here on the cavern floor around the massive dead body of Teklash <clears throat> to lick your wounds for a moment. I don't want to hear any more sass about my whip. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I love your whip. Yeah, thank it you. saved our lives. I think that's a good place for us to take our midstream break there, everybody. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, Ooh. that whip oh may my be God. the whip and the Dalren crit. <laughs> the MVPs here working through the massive mountain of bar guests that is Teklosh will scale. And basically of... losing an action every turn to being yeah, prone was huge. That is a pretty yeah. big deal right there. I don't yeah. have any more shield. And your shockwave, too. Yeah. Well, I would have the had to keep... Sho well, that was my plan, to keep agitating him and shockwaving him, but you just kept knocking him Literally prone. Literally, no, so I'm like... secondary holy weapon is a whip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll be back in a couple of minutes, everybody. Oh. Stay tuned. It was a truly harrowing encounter. I can't believe we're alive. We have had. We have slain Taklash Yolskel. The greater bar guest lurking in the cage here. <laughs> the uh, Isilo that Vinali has been warning us about. As uh, spooky, but we got there. Now we left we... off at our break immediately in the aftermath of him falling. Medicine kits coming out and an almost certain break that we're taking here. So I can't remember if I told you guys this. because I definitely told the Extinction Curse crew. Because, but I found out, I think, two weeks ago after our last session. So... Both you guys and you guys, I'm not sure if we've had this discussion. You can actually use your medicine check for as a hour. full hour. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, what we've been doing, basically, is since you can only treat wounds every hour, you effectively are treating them the full time, but they only heal every hour or so. You can take the treat wounds action as an entire hour, and it just flat doubles the amount that you heal. That is an actual feature that you can do that I completely missed in the tree wound skill. That we, everyone completely missed in the tree wound skill. So if you wish to rest a little longer, mm -hmm. there is a longer term, much stronger tree wounds available. It's but, more efficient for me to consistently heal. Well, you have a different thing now. Yeah, yeah. you have you have something that works out. But but as this uh, as the cavern falls more silent, everyone kind of gathers around. Resme is technically alive. <laughs> what are we doing? Good I'm job, gonna, everyone. I'm gonna sit down everybody who's been hurt in a line, and we're just gonna start taking care of them. And while doing that, I'm going to refocus my uh, my focus spell for healing, which I don't remember the name of. Let me take a look. Now, Dalrina. I'm sorry, Rur. I can't really sit right now. Uh, yes. No, you're fine. Uh, so healer's blessing. You see that crumpled piece of metal over there is my shield. Yeah, he seemed to have uh, chewed it up quite a quite a bit. It's it's in it's it's in a couple pieces now, but uh, and your shield is it, just it may be a bit beyond my capacity. I'm yeah, afraid. it is um, rent into yeah, numerous pieces. On the on the bright side, if, if if he seems to take offerings uh, of maybe shields, maybe yeah. there's maybe there's another one in this pile Good over thinking. here. Good thinking. Let me let me see what I can dig up. Yeah. Although, we'll have to wait for that body to get out of the way first. So, who, who all is actually injured? I'm kind of, I, he, he clipped me a bit. <laughs> Perfect, that's the exact number of people I can take care of. <laughs> everybody else, Renali never got hit either, so you and Renali are the only two that are untouched. He, he threw some slaps at everybody else. Okay. Well, I'll go on ahead and roll a medicine check. We're going for trained to treat all of you, so. That passes. Uh, that's so you not a crit. So, all right. So you heal everyone for two d eight as you pull out your medicine kit and start trying to help everyone. You get everyone kind of together, and uh, Renali's for, for three, a two and a one. Oh, sick! So as you start Ooh. to treat, them, I'm healing four people. Yeah, you are healing four people. Now, as you're trying to treat a lot of people at once, and clearly the quality of the Rur brand <laughs> medical treatment is declining. <laughs> but uh, you know, supply, demand, economics, etc. Yeah, metaphor uh, for healthcare. Oh, <laughs> 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 kind of watching as you're doing this, and uh, 
pokes through some of the the pile here and after some time the the massive hulking body of Teklash does kind of shrink itself back to its original size with the grating of wood and stone as all the crap underneath it was dragged together as his skin pulls back to his original form. But she's poking around and just kind of watching and waiting. And at some point when you're treating, she looks down the small tunnel that Resume had looked down as well. And uh, Resume could hear this small room, uh, not umhume, room. The room is not a room? Is room, is not umhume, and just kind of gestures around her. The room isn't in the cave? Oh, uh, it's uh, it's small, not large. Um, big for the... Or it's maybe it's a room and not a cave? She just kind of motions. She doesn't know what you're saying, but she motions over and points, and you just see down just as well and look at it. the same uh, like Salador-like carved rectangular room down at the bottom. Oh, it's actually like rectangular. Like someone actually made a room down here. It is actually a room, yes. It is. uh, It's squared off. It's huge. It's not perfect. It's rough, but it was clearly made. Hmm. And uh, down inside there are several oily tarps lumped over stuff. But it's an incredibly small tunnel to get into and would require you to really squeeze through. Rur, maybe you could take a peek in there. No, Rur, you could fit through this tunnel. It's small enough that it's still a little awkward to climb through, but it doesn't require you to make any kind of a check or anything. Alright, well, in between running back and forth between all of you, I suppose I'll take a peek in there. I mean, after the ten minutes of treatment, you'd be able to head down there. Yeah. So, you make your way down into the darkness below, as I uh, imagine either you cast your own light spell or somebody above uses their magic to at least illuminate down the tunnel. And uh, when you get down there, Looking around, it's, well, it's not well-maintained. All these tarps are, again, ancient, kind of decrepit. They're oily and dingy. The whole room is a bit damp. Uh, But they seem to be drawn over just heaps. Not boxes or barrels or anything really underneath. I suppose I'll take a look around the room. I'll just give it a once-over. All right, so... uh... Roll me a perception check. Uh, 28. 28 as you poke through here looking under some of the tarps. Underneath each one is stacks and stacks of bones and skulls. Just refuse and corpses. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> Long abandoned, <laughs> piled up underneath the tarps. Are they and painted? When you, when you first lift one, it's... Probably a little unsettling. Down in this tiny dark hole, the ceiling here, only about five feet tall. The chamber does not get taller as you get in there. Just lifting up a tarp to a mound of ancient dried bones tumbling out before you. Almost all of them are just loose. They're not even skeletons anymore, just individual bones heaped together seemingly randomly. But some of them do still have bits of armor on them. You find a rib cage still contained within a full breastplate that's surprisingly kept its sheen, and a chain shirt draped around some bones and one clavicle heaped up on another side. And as you look through, you see little glimmers of other small objects in there as well, and pull out a, a couple 
other little interesting trinkets. What appears to be a wand of some kind. A strange, small, purple, octagonal gemstone. A pair of fine leather gloves. And what looks like a little stone token uh, shaped like a one of those like big feather plume fans. But it's like a, a little... But it's little, yeah. It's like shaped on, like almost triangular rather than a straight feather. Neat. It's a weird array of strange things. Rare, what's down there? Uh, bones. Lots of bones. So and this some... thing had like a corpse collection? It might have had people that cleaned up for you and lived down here, but... Maybe in case it stepped on one of the skeletons arrayed around the throne, it had a replacement it could put together. There's also <laughs> some odds and bits. They look Oddly well kept. I'll, I suppose everyone needs a hobby. I'll bring them out, but there's a lot. It might take a couple trips. Okay. So you spend the next probably five or ten minutes trying to get all the bits out of here that seem like they're useful or valuable anyway and aren't just errant ancient bones rotting away at the bottom of a cave. And you end up with that breastplate, the chain shirt, the strange fan token, the purple gem, the leather gloves, and a wand. It's a decent pile of things. Mm. Uh, Quickly between the two of you, you would be able to identify that every item here is magical. Mm. Hence explaining how they were able to survive however long they've just been down here abandoned without decaying or losing their form. No shield down there, I guess. Uh, Not that I found. Maybe a thrown pile. Resme, I'll leave these to you. Uh, Please don't stray far. I do still need to tend to you. And I'll go on ahead and get back to my duties. So yeah, you can do it every, like, ten minutes on, ten minutes off, yep. right? So as you come back out with all this, uh, I mean, you can look through them, because you identified things in a minute, you can mm-hmm. look through them as he's treating everyone, uh, continuing to treat everyone. And uh, Renali would very eagerly watch whatever it is that you're doing. So go ahead and roll me your medicine check. Expert. Ooh, big medicine. Reroll, because Ooh. halfling luck. Bigger medicine. Reroll because hero point, and I don't want to hurt someone. Biggest medicine. Whipple <laughs> Tyrannus. I'm now. healing people. I should be using the red dice. What are you doing? Perfect. Yeah, 25. So everyone heals for 2d8 plus 10. 16. Okay, All right. Work. So everyone will get 16 more health as Resme starts to pick through these. So what skill are you using to identify all these various items here? Arcana. Arcana, which is? Plus. Uh, it's going to be plus nine. Plus nine? Alrighty. So looking through the two sets of armor, uh, the breastplate first being the largest object there is just naturally drawn to to look over. And oddly, you can't really find any sign of what magic there is in it. There's a faint blue shimmer. Surely it's abjuration of some kind, but you you can't determine what. You don't see any runes or anything visibly set in this. So you set it aside for now. Maybe divine. Uh, but the chain shirt, however, is much simpler. It's set into the uh, clasp up high in the back is a potency rune. So the chain shirt is simply plus one. It's just a chain shirt that's plus one better at everything else. It's uh, you already have an armor in at this point, right? Somebody has an armor in. Do you have? Is it? In the I don't game? think it, anyone has. It was in that. Le- it was in that. Oh, leather, leather armor. Yeah, we haven't. Got oh, right, it you yet. have one, but it hasn't been put. In we yet. haven't well, gotten it out yet. You now have a second one as well. It's a chain shirt also. Ooh, it's one. a chain shirt. 
Looking through the rest, the strange little token of the fan feather, whatever it is. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, I did an oopsie. Oopsie. I did an oopsie. That's first edition. That's not what I want. I want the second edition version. There we go. Uh, what level are you? Oh, they're all different depending on which thing it is. We're level four. Doesn't matter what level you are. All right. Exactly enough. 19. Uh, this is an animated token, basically. It has a bit of conjuration magic in it, and, and these are known as feather tokens. There's an entire assortment of them. They're probably one of the more common magical items that exist, though this one is uh, a bit more powerful than some of the ones you would normally find. You give this a direction, and it will immediately activate the magic of the feather fan inside of it and blast wind that way. Uh, functionally, it is, it's a equivalent of like using your own like fairly powerful magic to conjure when it's not like a gentle breeze that goes out or anything. It is fairly strong, but it is only usable one single time. Once it's activated, it will crumble away, leaving near nothing behind. This is um, uh, worth money, but not of any particular use to us, since I can do it anyway, and this thing can only do it once. Love it. Cha-ching. The gemstone has an enchantment aura, a pink shimmer <clears throat> around it, which you identify to be yet another talisman that could be set into a weapon. Uh, though this one seems to have an oddly specific activation condition. It's, it's tied to a particular technique that nobody in the party knows. But anybody at the moment, I don't believe anyway, I could be wrong. Anybody who uses Intimidating Strike can activate this gem to enhance that effect. But I don't believe anybody has that. Is that uh, is not it? yet, no. Oh yeah, I've been investing a lot into... Uh martial feats mm -hmm. specifically for intimidating spikes specifically yeah. I figured was what you were going for I thought you have halfling feats this band-aid's coming for you yeah. <laughs> I got big feats but as you get further down the line here it gets to something much more interesting the leather gloves uh, they seem to be fairly fine and, and mostly standard uh, originally they were just covered in kind of a layer of grime and dust and when cleaned off as you're looking them over are actually a stark almost sterile white Hmm. And these would enhance your ability to heal others through mundane means. Hmm. Uh, they would just give you a constant bonus to medicine checks. And as an additional bonus, the necromancer, the necromantic magic inside them can be activated as a single action once per day to heal them instantly. Hmm. I wonder who's going to make a good use of those. Rur, I don't know if these will fit you. They might be a little big, and you might well, have to Well, the good news, almost everything down there actually looks like it's sized for uh, something much smaller, like a goblin there. It would be actually kind of a, a, a tight squeeze for you guys to fit into, the, fit into the breastplate or the chain shirt. So the gloves are actually great for a halfling. Fantastic. I was kind of looking forward to having him go like this. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm healing you, like the, the ends of my fingers are all bent because the gloves are too big. So if you want to mark down for simplicity's sake, you have a plus one item bonus to medicine checks now. That's just a thing that you constantly have. 
Is it invested or? It is invested, yes. Okay. Fantastic. I don't think we've come anywhere near needing to worry about that quite yet, but well, it is an invested track. item. Yeah, I mean, once we get to the point where someone could conceivably have 10 invested items in them on them, we'll worry about it. But for the time being, we're just still picking up our first magical weapons and armor. It's just of interest. And the wand, you can't identify exactly what it does. Um, it's, it is clearly a wand. It's keyed to some conjuration spell, but you can't suss out exactly what. It's kind of older magic, and, and magic, like all other sciences, does improve and change a bit over time. And I mean, you're a sorcerer slash druid. None of your magic was really studying anyway. It just sort of happens. <laughs> so you're not the greatest at identifying trigger items like this. Uh, you guys aren't gonna believe this. Huh? You know what this is? What, the, the, the wand in your hand? Yeah. Well, uh, what is it? It's a wand. <laughs> you, you, you don't know what it does, do you? Nope. I guess I could give it a shot. I'm... No, don't touch it. Don't even breathe on it. You don't touch a magical item when you don't know what it is. Who taught you? Well, uh, I, I actually... No, no, no. I just happens to know someone a way back who did actually go and teach me things. <sighs> I'm going to lay down again. I guess I'll take the wand and turn it over and see if I can dredge up my century-old memory and see if I can remember something about it. So this, this is going to take you ten minutes yeah, to yeah. look this thing gonna over, which you can do, uh, which will be a little after he finishes treating everyone here. Uh, what modifier are you using for this? Arcana is a plus eight for me. You actually totally can. Uh, this is a wand of web. Ah. How convenient in the <laughs> place we are. Thematically ah. appropriate, mm -hmm. I think, is the wording that we're looking for here. Fitting, even. Wand of web. Ah, it casts spider webs. Ah, I recall seeing one of these things. Oh, goodness gracious. Must have been back in, oh, 3049 oh, or so. Oh, please tell me I have a concussion. <laughs> you can uh, very well have one. I haven't. Renali, as you're looking through all your things, and you, you look over that. Like, she looks through everything in a minute or two and puts it down and explains what it does for moving on to the next thing. And you have this for like three or four minutes and Rinelli turns to uh, Resume. He no Ilumbo. No, but he's old and he's been a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> and he will talk all day about it. All day. Like That is good to have interest. Knowledge is to be valued. You don't actually speak common, so you don't have to listen to it. I And she says this in common. I little Ninaska. He upad little. Uh, he my teacher. I really care about him. But when my head hurts like this, <gasps> it's a little shade. annoying. <laughs> like true friends. Renavo's daughter teach me little. Oh, Renavo's daughter speaks common. Yes. Oh, good. Um, Someday we Ingosi, I return home. You come. Cheat. Ukrastwa. You're inviting us? My home. Thank you. 
Someday. Someday. First, this. Still art cinder claws. Down? Down. I'm gonna need a nap before we go down. Just kind of strikes. Uh, the this. You and yeah, she she looks you over. You very ukuzi Kenya. Loud and obnoxious. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I've heard that a lot. So, uh, <laughs> how's everyone looking after? Be 30 minutes really good i'm really. fine he only hit me with that one bite and um, was nice enough to not critical me i don't have that many hit points to begin with so i i'm like too short so after 30 minutes of uh of topped off. treatment here from Ruria, yeah, everyone is looking dramatically better everyone's looking greatly improved here i mean again you are a very talented medic i am even more talented now yeah. wizard fingers i wonder if the chain shirt's actually better oh the one i'm wearing I'll look into it later. Uh, the um, can looking through the pile of junk that uh, he's gone and piled up to make his throne. Is there anything that's remotely shield-like? It just looks like garbage. It's stone and broken bits of furniture, and all the broken bits of furniture that he brought here seem to have come from other chairs. Uh, it seems like however long the techlash spent here, he kept bringing chairs that he liked more. I just smashing the previous one and putting the new one on top, which has slowly <laughs> built this pile of wooden shards and fragments that his current, now also smashed throne, rested atop. I feel like the habits of his chair destruction led to his downfall. So where are we going now? What did he say? You don't want to know. <laughs> One of web. Betrayal. Uh, he's been hanging. Appear to be in a sticky situation. <laughs> he's been hanging around me too often. It's starting to rub off. Uh, I wish I could understand more of your Taldane is word, and you mm. don't understand Taldane. That's the language you speak. Mm. You don't speak Elvish. No. Never learned. Maybe I'll teach you when I come to your home. The Ekujai offered. I... Too much work. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Are we betting? Uh, might be wise. What are we betting on? About eight hours of sleep. Oh, oh, bedding. Okay. Yeah, sure. I could use a nap. So, you had spent uh, most of the... It would be early afternoon. Not that there's any great way to tell time other than your own fatigue down here after you traveled through miles of those caverns before. It took you the better part of the day to reach this far. So, yeah, certainly returning the way you came is no quick option. And this cave, well, not fantastic. And now largely occupied by a massive dead greater Barghast mm. isn't the best thing in the world. Well... There are worse things. It's something. There, are, You would, uh... 
be able to climb back up onto the 10 foot bluffs through which you entered the room without too much difficulty, but before that is spiders. And yeah, this room does seem to be barren as far as massive draping spider webs are concerned. So, you know, maybe that's an improvement. <laughs> as unpleasant as it may be. There's a giant pile of kindling right there. We could make a nice fire. It does seem to be the best option for resting at the moment. The and yeah, you do have plenty of kindling. The bar guest itself didn't have anything, did it? Uh, no, the bar guest itself did not have any kind of equipment or anything. It doesn't. It, it does not uh, carry gear into battle. It just fights with tooth and claw and its own magic. Esfus would like to do his standard trophy take gift to buddy. All right, fair enough. Well, what would you like from this greater bar guest? Because he does have, like, he's got some things on him of, of interest. He, he does have a couple of things that seem to be more ceremonial. Like, he's not naked. He's not a naked bar guest. He's got a, uh, a pauldron strapped across one shoulder uh, that seems to have been cobbled together from a couple of smaller ones that's more to hold a, a piece of red cloth, almost like a shawl, over half of his body in place. It's now been shredded by your attacks. And he does have a few earrings uh, pierced into one of his large bat-like ears. But he also has teeth. But he also has teeth. He's got pretty massive fangs jutting down. Um, I will take the two largest fangs, and those will be gifted to Buddy. Man, this is going to make the best story. You don't you know. got, what is your Thank assortment you. of teeth at this point? It's pretty... It's, well, so actually, uh, I gave the last three to the boys. So they have a, currently got a necklace that they've been showing off to all their friends. But uh, it's got, well, three each currently. So it's going to be four soon quite adding the to, collection adding to the nice pile of trophies here. i don't suppose it would be hard for you to take the earrings would it just take the whole ear off <laughs> that's kind of gross can't you just take the earring off I'm pretty sure earrings just come out don't they yeah it would not be difficult it's not to like they forged it on earrings. there yeah it's not like you know forged all the earrings here. <laughs> how big is the earring uh the earrings are actually normal sized uh they're just punched through the lower flap of his, his long ears just yeah, I don't know if you want to put those yeah on. I mean they, they are like fairly large hoops but they're like hoops that would put, fit on a normal person okay. they were like made for a creator Vargas he <laughs> <laughs> doesn't commission his own jewelry that's a shame I'm not in the business of taking things like that this is strictly for Buddy and his boys this I'll carry with me when I walk my path no, 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 I don't. I don't mean for that. I, I want the earrings to give to somebody. By all means, it's all yours. Ugh, all right. It shouldn't be that hard. Um, the earrings just yeah, come just off. Come off. Are just there earrings. two of them? There are two of them. They're both in the same ear, but you just have two. Perfect. You know, Phrasma's gonna be real confused when a bunch of toothless monsters walk into her domain. Because I have a, uh, I actually have a token. Does it actually work it's that not way? Huge, but uh, she might know it was me. Ah, uh, <laughs> I figured. You, you know, that makes sense too. So, with nothing left but to wait for the rest of the afternoon, uh, Rinaldi expresses that, again, she's been here for many nights and has no trouble waiting one more to deal with the Cinder Claws below. But she doesn't stay in this cavern. She says it, uh, unsettling, uncomfortable, doesn't like it. I she understand. wants to go back to her spider place. She crawls back up the, uh, the southern ledge, Using the rope that you uh, assume at some point. Are you bringing that back down? or? Well, I'd like to keep it with me. Just if you, if you, if you brought it back down, she wouldn't leave until a bit later. If you brought it back down, she actually seems to be able to climb up the rock face herself with no real difficulty. 
huh. uh, up onto the top before waving to everyone and then just disappearing back in the darkness above the cliff, leaving you all to rest for the rest of the evening. So, you have plenty of time to continue treating whatever minor injuries you have. There's Put no real concerns on. there. Yeah, you got you got band-aids. You can deal with all of that. So everyone will easily be brought up to full health by this. That'll clear your wounded, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wounded got cleared by literally the first first medicine check. Because yeah, a, a medicine check. Oh, any treat wounds cure. Any treat wounds. wounds. Any yeah, successful yeah. treat treat wounds for his uh, wounded. Which I can now do instantly to one person. It's pretty cool. Does anyone want, want the wand of web, by the way, just in case? Uh, I'll take it. It's crowd control. The, how does the how do the gloves work? Is, is it just a medicine Are check done yeah, as a single action? I can't use it. The single action activates the magic. It's it's magic in the gloves, so it is a magical healing. It's a it's oh, basically it's like a, a heal. It's a, it's a specific one action heal. Okay. That you do have to touch them, gotcha. but it is a specific one action heal. So it's it's almost battle. Med- it's almost a second battle medicine, but you only get it once per day, and it's magical instead of battle medicine. There's nothing you don't need to check or anything. So. Uh, buddy, can I talk to you for a second? Sure thing. Well, actually, I don't have to hide this anymore, since while we're betting and getting focused down, I had mentioned earlier that I have been in these caves before. I have been in similar paths, and I've told you a little bit that I made a promise to a friend a long time ago as to why I go out on these adventures. These caves do eventually lead to the Darklands. Hmm. There are a lot of winding paths to make it here. And when I was younger, and thinking that I was an adventurer following in my grandfather's footsteps, I took it upon myself to be the guide and the ranger for a group of humans and others. Um, Dalrin, I don't think you remember this. You may have been in your studies while you were in Breach Hill, but I came back alone. Hmm. And when I came back alone, the thing is, I don't remember it at all. I remember passing out unconscious in one of these types of caves with the bodies of my friends around me. And when I came back, my family told me I came with a cart with their bodies stacked in it, and I was otherwise alone. And when I awoke and... Uh, he'll point to uh, his eyes and then point to the uh, to the brand that's hidden by his armor. I bore this. Hmm. And ever since then, I have dedicated myself after facing the undead and after facing those who practice necromantic magic, n- not in the way that you do, or that I dedicated myself to her. So I have been on edge since we have come here, and staring at that thing has reminded me that I came close to losing another set of friends when I promised I would bring everyone home. Oh. Well, we're glad to have you here. You're an excellent protector. And thank you for sharing your story. Um, it's a bit morbid, I suppose, to be here with this beast here, and certainly it was harrowing, but, uh... Well, and you know, Icefizz, no matter what happens, you'll always bring us home. I intend to do just that. Icefizz? Hopefully we won't need the cart, though. 
I know you are a worshiper of Phrasma, and I know who Phrasma is, and you're always talking about paths, but I'm not really sure what it means, and I don't want to insult you by saying something stupid just because I don't know what it means. Can you just explain it to me, simply, as much as you want? As a ranger, as a guide, I view it as when I am guiding someone that I am taking them on a path. When, from my understanding and my limited readings, it's certainly not as researched as Rur or Doren, my understanding of it is that when Phrasma calls souls home, when we die, we walk our path to her to be judged. And so we can do so alone, or we can do so with the memories of the good things that we had. But this necromancy, why I despised Vaz so much is to me, she stole them from the path. Those beings never got the opportunity to finish walking, to go to whatever paradise or punishment they may deserve. Hmm. All right, your antipathy makes a lot more sense now. I can, as I can understand that. But if I can help it, none of you are walking that path anytime soon. Hmm. Well, that's good, because I'm, I'm not ready to go. Oh, yeah, certainly. I haven't finished my book yet. Well, between the two of us here, I'm sure no one will be leaving us anytime soon. Good. In that case, I'm going to go find a spot and sulk. <laughs> find a dark corner. <laughs> There's no shortage of dark corners here in the cave. If you want it's... the utmost of darkest corners, go down there with all the bones. <laughs> you just crawl down into the tiny hole, I mean, the five-foot high little rectangle, and just curl up down there and see the <laughs> He's brooding. It's fine. Build it's maximized brooding, <laughs> Instead actually. of a pillow fort, he'll build a bone fort. <laughs> Let's put a heap in front of the passage where the leads in. <laughs> no so humans allowed. <laughs> so you spend the evening here kind of stuck alone until eventually uh, fatigue does start to rise and you set up your watches and sleep for what is assumedly the night. Yeah. It's our night. That's what matters. Yeah, it doesn't super matter. And then whoever's on last watch waiting... Renali comes back out at the high, at the uh, the top ledge. And you would just see in either the magic or the torch of whoever's got whatever it is, making sure nothing awful is going to come up out of these caves and crater barghast you while you're sleeping. I'll take last watch and I'll have the ever-burning torch from the... Okay, so you've got the torch. And you see her up on the ledge and she looks down and kind of smiles and just waves down to you uh, before climbing back down the face as easily as she'd climbed up it. At first, just... <laughs> I've got like a regular person. <laughs> so if she came down head first, I think it's time to wake everyone up because we have another bark. <laughs> and she comes up and sees the rest of everybody sleeping and looks to Asphys. When, uh... When, uh... Elathi. Cha. Renali? Esphus. Esphus. Chana Ekujai. 
a salsa. Cha, no, no, Esvis, no, Ekujai. She gestures at the group of people sleeping. No, Ekujai. Ekujai Elf. No. No, Yebo. This is thinking really hard, trying to remember what bits of comments she got taught and probably didn't pay attention to and literally just, at all. And uh, I'll go over and very gently put a hand on Resume's shoulder and kind of. Five more minutes. Afraid not. Oh. Make her stop oh. talking to me. <laughs> oh, uh, hi, Molly. And uh, as, as you wake up, oh, <laughs> hello. Hi. I, uh, I, sorry, Espus. I asked elf kind. Mm. Not, you're not Ekujai, but you were something. So, elves came from another place. From many places. From many places, but we split up all over the world. We don't have one place to call our own. No home. No. Is No tribe. No. No tribe. No tribe. No chief. No. So we mixed with other tribes. And so we are all different now. You know many things of uh, history. Yes. Is is good. Is wise. <laughs> Me- I. I never study history. <laughs> <laughs> my brothers, my family, also. I may like them. Oh, you would most definitely like them. So the rest of you start to kind of wake up here as Resume and Renali are talking mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Esfus and I guess coming around getting everybody ready. Mm-hmm. You got an hour in the morning to prepare your various magics and Renali will leave you alone long enough for you to ready your spells. Uh, she seems to already be up and prepared to go. But you do kind of, by nature of necessity, take a longer time preparing with just the merit of taking all of your watches because everyone needs eight hours of sleep and everyone's mm-hmm. got to be up for a couple hours to watch so that makes sense for not to be up a little earlier than the rest of you also it's possible she's completely lost any concept of time with how long she's been for <laughs> time is a meaningless void to Renali at this point but uh we're gonna go out at like two in the afternoon she's gonna be like oh it's bedtime she didn't see the sun since the dawn of time <laughs> <laughs> You guys thought you had it bad in the Citadel basement. Certainly, been here for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
with your preparations, your daily readying, Buford, sadly, still without a shield. Strap a couple boards to your arm. I tried. He wouldn't let me. There's just nothing. Nothing he can do. Sad little lantern archon just kind of invisibly circling your head. (laughs) Bring one of the strips of metal with me. It's like a twirling like thing. Actually, like a a seat of a chair. (laughs) Actually, there is little, literally a spell that creates a little storm cloud that follows somebody around for like a couple of hours all day, just like raining on them. It's just called be a dick. That's. I cast asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what happened to Buddy. Buddy just is Eeyore for like the next two hours. So I'm going to bring us back over to the caverns here and bring us generally into the travel nugget. And well, you could e- easily see from the area down below, uh, from Brewer's time in there, that it also seems to lead immediately back into this other larger passage to the north. So there's no real value in everyone trying to squirm their way in there if it's all going to head to the I same I definitely place. wouldn't have told them that it goes the other way Twice and tried to convince them to squeeze through. <laughs> all right, well, that definitely is... I'm not telling them it, it doesn't. But I think it would be funny to, to watch them come join me in the small room for a minute. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that it goes around. After a possible few months, your deception modifier even. Like two. Saren nine. Priest. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a nine. Why? <laughs> but why? What are you doing? No one expects him to lie. He's That's a Saren Ray Priest. I can't lie. But, but you cannot say anything. Exactly. You, you can omit information. That's legal. So, especially if it's funny. Yeah. So, the group of you make your way sixteen down this tunnel, which does narrow out. <laughs> I don't think that uh, beats anybody actually. Narrow out pretty severely for a while. It's perception DC. There's no way that beats anybody. <laughs> uh, as it passes by that strange little bone storage cellar, before finally opening back up into a larger chamber here. Now, who's got light on them? Because I gotta give Apparently you some, nobody. some lights. Uh, I'll cast light on myself. Rur is the light boy. Put it on the fighter. Put it on you. Okay. And light through fog. And Dalren is the light boy with light through fog. Mm. Can we just leave it like that? Oh! It's funny when I turn, I don't know why. I always put the light on the guy. And the one thing I forgot it. to put on my over, overlay was the Arkin Forge logo. So anyone curious about this tabletop, it's Arkin Forge. It's great. It's only downside is it's not online. It's meant for exactly what we do here, uh, where we have a monitor in the center of the table that we're just using as our display. But oh man, it's great. This is kind of funny when you turn the light on. It is like a 10 times gamma <laughs> until you move the token briefly. And it's like, oh right, I'm not supposed to be blinding. <laughs> Maximum lumens. But you can... Uh, finally reveal a bit of a chamber widening about 50 feet beyond where you had dealt with Teclash. And it drops downwards, almost in a series of these 10-foot chunks, Hmm. uh, just like the ledges up behind it done. A little shallower, but still fairly sheer. It takes a bit of effort to clamber down, like a, a massive oversized staircase, just heading down into the darkness. At the very edge of your vision, uh, you, at the far end of the light, can see a bit of glimmering 
bluish color. Hmm. Not just on the floor, but wrapping up the walls and the ceiling as well. And as you move a little further forward, your light revealing more of this strange cavern, uh, you see what almost looks like a, a field of very fine grass. Incredibly thin hair-like filaments of some kind of fungus or growth that has just taken hold or coating the inside of the cavern on the level about 20 feet down below. They have... It almost seems like a glow to them as your light hits them, but you couldn't see them before your light came into view, so it must be reflection. But it's a strong one. And as your light starts to catch the front row of them, it's almost magnified and refracted throughout the whole field, illuminating all of the back side of the cave and giving the whole area an almost strange and dreamlike appearance. Huh. Well, this place is pretty cool. There's a gap in the floor at the bottom of this chamber where about a seven-foot-wide hole opens in the ground, seeming to be the only way the tunnel continues. As you get to the edge of this phase here, Vinali points down towards the hole. Cinder claws. That's where the cinder claws are. Okay. And the ingosi. And the portal. Do I know anything about that grass? Uh, so what are we doing? Are we doing the yield and classic? You're on high alert, looking around. I guess I'm, I'm just not detecting magic around. here because it's too loud. Yeah. Like I don't want to. You, you don't have a shield up. What's Buford? He doesn't have a shield to keep oh. raised. I'll scout. You'll scout. Buford, what are you doing? Pout. I guess I'm just gonna search. Scouting and pouting. Just looking. Look around. Tears in his eyes. Hammer in one hand. Whip, whip in, in the, the other. other. <laughs> Ready for action. That's exactly it. recalling knowledge. So, uh, go ahead and, yeah, give me a nature check there. Think, man. 18. Uh, uh, with an 18, it, it definitely looks like a, uh, a fungus that has grown out, but it is a strange one, a rare one that you don't recognize. Uh, seeing as you know several things about where you're heading down here and what Alcida's ring, if it is below, might be, it's very possible that either the magic or the existence of the portal itself has allowed spores to come through and spread something else from faraway lands throughout the cave. Hmm. They're certainly beautiful. Doran's going to pick up a rock off the ground and just kind of pitch it into the middle of it and just see what happens. So as you toss uh, a rock, it clatters down through the faintly, almost glimmering strands. Uh, just they, they seem to be weightless, as weightless as they appear. And whatever the rock hits is just knocked and waved aside. As you see, it just kind of tumble through, uh, leaving a little bit of a path. They don't turn into any kind of a giant monster or grapple at it, or no plants stand up and walk toward it. Okay, uh, it's but... not Blaystone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, man, I'm scarred, man. I don't trust stuff like this I anymore. Those the... plants were creepy. Why don't the three of you that are searching all make me perception checks as he tosses it down? 20 as a 17. As a 21. 21? 22. 22? Uh, as you look down there, you, you can tell that although they are incredibly thin fibers, almost like hairs, the rock doesn't destroy them. So they're a little stronger than they look as it just casts them aside, but they, they don't 
They're not, this isn't Plague Stone. They're not <laughs> sentient. They don't, they don't react in any way other than physically being pushed aside by the rock itself. Uh, and the sound, while it echoes through the chamber, is met with nothing following it. Nothing seems to respond to the noise or the motion of the pebble. It's nice when things that are inert, that are supposed to be inert, actually don't move. Well, don't count your chickens. Why would I count chickens? Well, we haven't gotten there yet, so... It's a phrase. Oh. Well, of course it's a phrase. You've never heard? You Wow, man. I don't know where you were up, but... I, you know... Put my hand on your shoulder. It's okay. I'm sure your life will be better now. That, yes. That now you that, know about chicken counting. Now that I have chickens in my life, everything will be okay. She also has sure a is. coleslaw, so... Renali just kind of goes uh, ahead of you here and just starts climbing down these things. Yeah, Renali's <laughs> like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with these nerds. She has no idea what you're talking about, but she just starts climbing down before you. Uh, oh, perfect. We're talking about chickens. Heading out to the other face and turns around, just kind of looking up. You say looking at chickens. Talking about chickens. What is... Well, what is chicken? It's an animal that you eat. Okay, I'm following after this later. Yeah, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> Alrighty, so now here... This, Nothing to be gained here. This place is kind of Says you. smooth. There's there's not uh, up in the upper area here any sort of stalagmites or anything. It'd be easy to hang a grappling hook around. But there are five of you, and you could all work together to help each other down easily enough on this bottom patch. Just throw me down. Then, <laughs> Football! Rinaldi climbs down and heads around to the, uh, the back side of the hole here. As the group of you work your way down onto this ledge just above the strange shimmering blue fungus and as the light comes much closer they refract that much brighter uh the room now almost mesmerizing as you climb down the uh, the final step here onto the bottom and as you do everybody makes me a reflex save i knew it hey it's 26. Hey. Um, it's 22. 19. Uh, 27. 16. 19, 16, 22, 22. 20 bazillion, 20 27. bazillion. Okay. So as you climb down into this and you start to, to move through it, you very quickly notice there is in fact a reaction to you moving through it. It's just very minor. Uh, when these are disturbed, they release an incredibly fine cloud almost like a barely visible dust glittering in a torchlight and as you three quickly kind of move away from this esvis who was at the moment helping rur down does not really have i'm at like luxury. face level to these clouds they just hit me. <laughs> so you are both hit by these spores which are fantastically itchy spectacularly itchy and poison ivy. Contact dermatitis. Enjoy. Yeah. As they uh, as they kind of coat you here, both of you are going to get several nice cards. Oh god! You are now itchy one. So first of all, this powder is just as reflective as the fungus themselves and makes you glimmer brightly. You are luminous. <laughs> yes. You have become the sun. I see no downsides to this. But also. As this kind of itchiness overwhelms you a bit, like a very severe allergic reaction, you are both sickened and stupefied. 
It is a slightly modified sickened in that you can ingest things, but you cannot retch to reduce it. Got too much armor, I can't get through. <laughs> well, I guess we could just go. One? Oh, Esfus, second you're one, looking... yeah. second one, stupefied one. Okay. Esfus, you look, you okay? You're swaying like a daisy. Uh. Huh. Wow. Uh, I think. So. Oh God. Scratch, scratch, scratch. <laughs> you know, as the as the itch, you oh, can also my see. Ears. Esmus, oh. <laughs> not right now. Renali, <laughs> now, Renali's walked all through this with no problem, and she looks very confused over the pair of you and says the resume, what's wrong? Um, apparently the plants don't like them. Esmus. <laughs> <laughs> Are they okay? I have never Depends. touched my ears like this before, and it's getting the itch off so uh, <laughs> try to press the digitation and it off of them. So uh, I just can't keep it on. You, <laughs> you cast a press digitation and start, and it seems to have very minimal effect because it's it's quite obvious. They're covered in glistening glitter. Yeah, basically. I'm just trying to see if I can it's, get the glitter off of them. It's barely doing anything. Right. Uh -huh. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed how your fingers glow like this? <laughs> Oh no. Maybe we should get them out of here. Yeah, we need to move. And uh well Rinali points the hall in front of They're you. so bright. I know. <laughs> no, the one time we decided not to burn a path in front of us. You I'm not gonna lie, I was tempted. You need to pick him up, you need to take his hand. Because they can't do anything. So this right hole descends nearly straight down. And holding a torch or a light spell up over it, you can see the ground pretty far below. This is almost a 20-foot dead drop. Huh. And uh, as Rinaldi looks over at the group of them, doing whatever it is they're doing, and turns <sighs> to the group of you, Senior Klaus. Oh, it's a new day. Yeah. Now, uh, the insides of this tunnel are sort of rough, but rough in that they kit. wave a bit. Uh, there aren't really any protruding oh, stones oh. or easy handholds yeah, or anything. It'll be quite hard to climb down it. Climbing so, kit, like, Python, make right. an anchor for a rope. Of course. And uh, so you you set that up, you get an anchor set down, and who is going down first? Uh, I'll take it first, and I'll take Rur with me. So you don't have any lights. I, mean, I yeah. usually do. I'm a oh, light. do you have light now? Yeah, uh, he has light for I me. I have it on Espes and Buford right now. That's who I thought had it. No, no. no um, exact opposite. Exact opposite. Espes and Resme was who I had it on. Mm -mm. Or, no. I mean, Rur and Resme. I'm, that's, I just said the wrong name. No, it's yeah, uh, and Fighter. Okay, let me put it on Dalren. Don't you know, you always light the fighter. Okay, we're in Dalren, I've got lights. And so they have all of your light. As the two of them work their way down the rope together. Carrying uh, the baby. <laughs> carrying the very itchy baby. <laughs> Still, I mean, he seems like visibly out of it a bit. Yeah, it is stupefied, so like bad things are happening there. I'm way too focused on the itching. I don't have enough time to care about other now, things. Now, what's interesting is at the bottom of the tunnel, as you start to make your way down, what looked at first like a, a slightly discolored smooth stone floor, maybe another layer of Galarian's crust here, is actually tiles. Huh. 
you are descending into what is certainly no longer a cavern. Sub-basement of the Citadel, perhaps. And as you come down, it starts to reveal a bit more of the room below you. Uh, tiled, off-white floors, covered in dust and rubble from what must be centuries. And the entryway to what looks like it was a complex of various rooms. Its walls largely now damaged, destroyed, obliterated, uh, allowing you to pretty easily see throughout the entire area. And if anyone's guess what exactly this was for, or was built uh, originally for. But in a couple of places where walls are still intact enough to see, there are very delicate carvings and embossing across these walls. They don't seem to depict anything in particular, but they're very skillfully made. So whoever crafted this were true artisans hmm. at stonework. And you can see at the edge of your light, this continues off at the far end to the southwest into another chamber. But before you, you see something a little more interesting. Cinderclaw cultists. That's not interesting. Spread throughout the room. As you come to the bottom of the rope, the two of you can see in front of you, they have arranged around barring uh, almost the line of bodies, your side of the room, from uh, behind them. Two boggards nearest in front of you, clubs raised cautiously, no idea what's coming down this rope, and further behind them, a couple more of the simian creatures, mm. the small monkeys you'd fought in the Altarian basement. And forward just barely into the visible light steps one of their number, but this one looks a bit different. He has large wooden pauldrons and chainmail drawn around his body. He sets, he sets off a small amount of light as uh, he has a what appears to be smoldering gauntlet at his hand, illuminating some of the area around him just a little. He steps forward, a hatchet in one hand, the smoking gauntlet in the other. Ukasa motweka no cinder claws. Oka de hawk. Oka isita. And now up top, you could barely hear a voice kind of echoing up the tunnel. And uh, Renali's eyes go wide. She's up there and she just motions the tunnel. Go, go! Into Resme. Uh, so Dalren's gonna put Rur down and reach into a bag, uh, and he's gonna pull out a Cinderclaw uh, amulet, and he's going to present it. And as he uh, walks forward, he's gonna bark out actually in Draconic. Uh, Do you bar the way of the one who uh, of the one who owns this? And the uh, might set them back a bit. The one in the front steps to the side. The Boggards look a little confused, and they look back to the guy with the glowing gauntlet. He kind of strides. Parallel deal. Looks over at you with a grin. You take from our fallen blood barge, Malarunk, and beats his chest. And the uh, everyone else in the cavern also beats their chest. Malarunk as one. We'll have vengeance for Dehak and for our fallen. Kill him, oh, Ukasta. 
and the enemies will rush forward, as oh, I imagine, up above. We're good. <laughs> Yo, Dad, yeah, Dad. SMS at the top. Oh, yeah, he's in trouble. <laughs> you guys ready to hurry down the slope? I'm thinking we should roll initiative. Yes, okay. you should all definitely roll initiative. Everyone gets a plus one from me. <laughs> Ears and all. That mm. sounds like it could be bad. <laughs> Are you guys okay down there? So I need to roll a couple of different things here. Bear with me, because I've got little monkeys and I got boggards and I have their leader. Got lots of stuff. So let's start with you guys. Rare. Thirteen. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> Get my second does reduce your initiative rolls. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty much minus one to all checks and DCs. Uh, Dalren. Uh, I've got a. I totally just did math. I promise you. Sorry. Plus one. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Alrighty. Esmus also second the minus one. With the minus one to also twenty-three. Okay. Who wants to go first? Can you do? You go uh, first. I, probably I, the guy I, who's probably should there. go first. Yeah. The guy who isn't. Starry-eyed. Buddy. 31. How is this happening? <laughs> what is your initiative modifier? Well, I have an uh, initiative bonus. I took uh, qu- uh, initiative, whatever that initiative Improved was. Initiative. Uh, Improved yeah. initiative. Improved okay. initiative. I also rolled 19. A lowly 27. 27. What a child. What a weird baby. <laughs> 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 right, let me get Renali up in here. Renali going to be getting a 21. Putting her right in the middle here. Last was back in Potato Land. I feel like there's going to be a lot, possibly right here. Possibly right there. Okay, so let me. It's kind of a decent sized gap. Let me do the little monkeys. Monkeys. They are not fast. <laughs> monkeys who died at the very bottom as they, they were very confused by your introduction there. Good. <laughs> Boggards are going to be just barely above Rur in here. And their leader with a 30 is going to come in right behind Buddy. Ludvarge Malarunk. Hey. Nice. There he is. The Cinder Claw leader. Buddy. Well, I need to get down that hole. You sure do. So. You just hear. Boom! <laughs> 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 I accidentally break my neck. Never to be seen from. Superhero landing. So buddy. I'm doing? going to try and get down the hole as fast as I can. All right, well, you're going to start climbing down the rope, make me an athletics check. Now, you have to, uh, have a, I was like, I'll give you, you don't have your weapons in your hand right now because you're getting ready to climb down, so you have two free hands to do it. All right. So, uh... Oh, it's a rope, so it's fairly easy to get down. So that's a 24. 24 is going to critically succeed. So what's your speed? Um... 25, I imagine? It's 25. So you will move 10 feet halfway down the rope. Okay. And then you can do one more to get to the bottom, or you could drop the 10 feet, but it's going to hurt you and you're going to land prone. But uh, okay, you are well, halfway down. Let me try, let me try. Let me try. The rest. 
Uh, that's only a 20. 20 still a critical success. You just come down a rope. It's like DC 10. It's not that hard. So with two Maybe actions, sliding down a rope even. you manage to work your way down the rope Oop. into the cavern here behind Dalra. And you can see the center claw leader commanding his troops forward and the boggards moving to attack. The monkeys in the back reaching for particularly large bits of rubble to chuck at you as seems to be their MO. Okay. One action left. I'm going to get my whip out. He draws the whip. <laughs> I'm ready. Malarunk, uh, looking out towards you, is going to laugh. How many you bring to die for Dehak today? He's fairly fluent. Very and, and fluent. Common. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> and cast a spell, which is gonna, uh, which is gonna be directed towards his weapon, and end with him swinging his weapon, uh, for, uh, swinging his hatchet forward and back and then bringing it back with his uh, burning claw. And as he does, a projection, an image of this flaming claw is going to cascade out from him towards Dalren. And then he is going to swipe, and the claw in front of you is going to do the same. Huh, interesting. This is going to be uh, an armor class 33. Uh, I think that'll critically hit me. It's going to... Just kind of bemusedly look at it. Huh, like, that's kind of like, oh god! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Kaya, what? Alrighty. So this is going to strike you for 20 damage with a small burst of two fire damage as well. So uh, which I'll take, a... take only one from that. Alright, Desert Elf stuff's doing things. Look at that. Power. Woo. So yeah, the two fire damage would be used to one. I mean, in the aftermath of dealing with the greater bar guest. Yeah. This hit is not nearly uh, as strong. But also, as it uh, slashes across you, this little blast of fire, uh, you don't only feel the burning pain, which is again reduced because you're a desert elf, you also feel uh, a sickening sensation as you inhale the smoke exuding out from this. And I'm going to need a fortitude save. Uh, that's only going to be an 18. Uh, with an 18, you are also sickened one. Okay. Hand in that card for me. Resume. So, again, the damage. Grand total of 20 or... 20 and then two fires, so one tires. The 21 total if you have fire resistance one. Gotcha. I have fire resistance two, but I think oh, I'm so on one. Right. Minimum one from... Or is it one of one from everything? Minimum one from an attack. It is all the same attack, so you actually negate the fire entirely. Okay, so you just take the 20 then. Just. Um, I always forget I how to do feet first. diagonally like that. How many feet away am I from the... Well, you're guys? 20 above Buford. So, for what purpose? For casting. You, you can't see them. You don't have... Do you have anything that does not require you to have a target? Oh, I can't see them. I can't no, it's see like them. No, you are, 20 foot you are, there's a 20-foot oh, tunnel. Oh, got it. That you're up at the top of that and okay. it drops uh, out of the room where they are. Then I'm going to turn on Fleet Step. Okay. Um, And I'm going to make my way down the rope. All right, give me an athletics check. Stop it. Sorcerer athletics. <laughs> Sorcerer Uh It's going to be a 16. 16 will succeed. So what, Um, let me double check. I believe I have this open for this because it is weird. Uh, what is your speed right now with Fleet Step? 55. 55, then you are, with a regular success, able to move 10 feet down the road. So you get halfway down into the chamber. Okay. Uh, you can. I'm 
can. I mean, oh, yeah, I was gonna say fleet steps one action, right? So you can do it again as your last action. No, fleet steps two actions. Oh, then that's you're halfway yeah, down the rope. Okay. Oh, you're clogging it. So we'll put you right here. You're halfway down the rope. Uh, Dalren. All right. Um, hmm. Uh, well, first I'm going to uh, rage. So. <gasps> boop, and lightning crackle up. Uh, I recognize the the Boggard boys. There he is. There he is. Back for revenge. The Froggards. Uh, the second thing I'm going to do is um, shake it off to ditch my sickened condition. Pretty good. Love it. Uh, what is uh, what is shake it off exactly? It's uh, cool and new. Shake it off is uh, the, actually I got it at level two. Oh, uh, it's the first time it's really come up. I, I've used it once before, uh, but uh, it's a barbarian feat. Uh, if you are sickened or frightened, you can spend just one action to. I think it's automatically reduced sickened by one and get a fortitude save again if you're still sickened. And so you're just too angry to be sick. Right yeah, now. I'm like, I'm not, yeah, exactly. Remember that thing I was trying to do with the, the goblin dogs? Where I'm like, I'm gonna focus my lightning inside me to overcome the sickness, and then it just totally didn't work. It works now. <laughs> Smoke is meaningless. That's exactly One right. action left, mad here. Uh, one action left is I'm going to step diagonally back behind that corner. Okay. Up around here into some relative safety, leaving Buford as the angry frog target. Perfect. That's okay. It's okay. It's all we have for here. Yeah. Uh, Esvis. It's just you and Rinaldi at the top, and uh, Rinaldi looks at you a little concerned. Obviously, Yabo. Yabo is Caesar. I'm going. <laughs> that was the perfect pause, one action, and then. <laughs> um, so, uh, athletics to. Athletics is climbing, yep. Why can't I have, like, acrobatics to cool slide down the thing? Because I'm. <laughs> you can use slide acrobatics to reduce the damage from the fall you're about Yeah, to you, can, you can jump and acrobatics to reduce your fall damage, but, uh, but still, 20 foot fall is not great. Okay, fair enough. Alright, so, athletics check. And actually, that's only if you fall in the water in second edition. You can't. The intentional fall thing went away. Oh, really? You yeah. can't, like, you roll out of it? You have to intentionally fall into something soft. Oh. Uh, you ever fall in water at 30 miles an hour? It's not soft. <laughs> it is if you have enough acrobatics. You think you placed hate card. Uh, 20. So you will be able to get down to right above where Resme is. Wee. Where, uh, you are sort of uh, stuck behind her because she... While she is fleet, is not the most physically strong person in the world, and doesn't appear to be able to make her way down there very quickly. So one action, but uh, you can't continue climbing. You're, at this point, you'd be 15 feet up. Go for it. Yeah, I'm gonna drop. <laughs> I'm gonna drop. I could see the wand. So Espus gets down a little. Hey, I have to go real fast now, okay? And then just lets go and falls. Oh. oh. And no! <laughs> and slam into the tile floor, crumpling into the errant stone here. You take seven damage and you're prone. I made it. <laughs> hey, that's just good of you to draw. That's not an action, you just let go and you just fall. So you still have two actions left. <laughs> um, an action to stand up. And an action to retch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We can't retch these. You can't wolves. retch it away. You oh, can, we, oh, we can't. You retch. can't retch away that second, but it also doesn't stop you from adjusting anything. Uh, it's a slightly modified second. Oh, okay. Then actually, um, I'm gonna look at uh, 
<laughs> Look at Gludridge. Gludridge? Gludvarge. Gludvarge, thank you. Gludvarge. Gludrush. You. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> End my turn. <laughs> Renali is going to scamper down this in a, about an instant here. Uh, using the rope and climbing all the way down along with you as in just a single action and a blink. Uh, seemingly very little effort. As she gets down and hears the croaking and the screaming monkeys and everything in the distance, she looks to the group uh, and to Resme. Tell me when. Uh, when, Ilumbo. Okay. And... Then the looking up at Resume. I guess, yeah, you're kind of on the rope. She would literally scamper like past you. So coming on the rope, she would let go of the rope and make her way down, down the, the walls. stone back onto the rope. And Resume looks chagrined and grumpy. Everyone just passes you. Asmus falls past you. <laughs> he saw the fall. He 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 weighed the odds. But now The boggards are going to move. Forward. So, mm, she got some things. Oh yeah, you guys need a bunch of things. Here are some boggards. <laughs> Here are some charaka. Sorry, monkey things I haven't identified. Um, and here is a leader with flaming hands. Is the leader actually that tiny? He, they are small. Yes, he is small. He's only about three feet tall. Oh. All the the monkeys are all small. He is. One oh, of the he's a monkey. Person. He is a monkey. Yeah, oh. the leader is a monkey. He's small. So the half dragon is a half dragon monkey. He's pretty little, yeah. That's hilarious. He's ex, but yeah, he's he's little. He's he's rear size. He's not a big dude. Oh, he's adorable. He's, he's bullying you right now. So yeah, well, we'll he's bully later, me maybe. a little bit. He's about but to not have a good time. There's some more people there, but I can't see them right I'm now. I'm gonna so. move this in a little bit so you guys can all just have some fun with the uh, the sick rearranging. <laughs> but the buggards, the first will move forward to here, and then shoot out his tongue. Towards Buford. I knew he'd arrange or rearrange our formation for us. Uh, that is, I'm positive going to miss. Okay. I can't 22? actually tell which one. There he is. Yeah, 22 one. is definitely not gonna not gonna do it. And then he is going to let out one of those deep bellowing croaks. And I need everybody to make a will save. I remember these. Finale passes. Ooh. 18. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 23. Oh baby. Mm. 27. Okay. Okay, mine's a 14, unfortunately. You do, in fact, remember these. You definitely yeah. remember these. And uh, what did you get, Espes? 20. And you had a... 18. Okay. So, you, Buford, you are frightened one. Again. As this... Uh, I am. This is my card. I've had it. <laughs> I'm very familiar with this card. As this tongue lashes out and just shoots straight past you. And then the other boggard is going to come out around the corner, uh, much less cautiously, club in hand, and just swing at the thing in front of him, which is Buford. You remember the weapon these guys can give out. Wap em. It's going to be armor class 24. Uh, okay. So, and this, the frightened, does it lower my AC? Sure does. Okay. So, uh, so he gets a solid hit in. And then he is just going to swing it again. For 23. Still getting solid hits. So he's going to beat you twice with his club. 
Uh, the first hit is going to deal 7 damage, and the second is going to deal 12. You got the max and the min on those two hits. <laughs> so we take a total of 19 damage from these two hits. With no shield, this Vagard much more effectively able to do stuff to you. Rur. Stupefied and sickened down here, seeing the frogman <laughs> rush in. I know what I'm going to do, but I have to roll a dice first. I have to re-roll that dice, thankfully, because of halfling luck. There's a new day. There's a new day. Yes, that's an eight. I needed a six. So I'm going to cast Soundburst right in the middle of all of them. Uh, I need a fortitude save from every one of them. How big is the burst? Ten, oh, this this one's out of it. Ten foot burst. Okay, so everybody but the furthest back monkey. Furthest well, forward. If you forward, bogger. forward boggered. If okay. In the corner. Oh so no, the, it's out because the yeah. second. Uh, okay, so the boggered that's getting it uh, is twenty six. All right, so he fails. What? Or, there's no, no he universe. Pa he passes. Like he doesn't level four. critically. There's, there's yeah. no universe. <laughs> he, he didn't critically. Okay, and succeed. The monkeys aren't fantastic at this. Uh, Monkey Dingus 1 critically fails with a natural 1. He's... 1 right behind Gludbarge. Uh, okay. Monkey Dingus 2 in the distance is going to get an 18. Alright, so he fails. Okay. And the leader is going to get a 23. He passes. So, so success, the... success, critical failure, failure. The 2 passes, they take half damage. Okay. The failure is full damage and deafened for one round. The critical failure is stunned one, deafened for a minute, and takes double damage. Okay, so the one right behind Bloodverge covers his ear, he drops the rubble he was grabbing, and throws his hands up to his ears, screeching in pain. Alright, so, 2d10, halved on the two successes. For 13 plus my modifier, 17. Okay, so that is going to do 8 to the Boggard and Bloodverge. Oh, I stole it. So, yeah, I just supplied a heavy dose of CC. They take eight. I did 17. Oh, 17, eight, my bad. Eight. You're right. Um, and 17, he's taking double, so that's just going to immediately insta-give the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the one in the back. Just his, explodes. His head, you see blood running out of his ears, and his eyes roll back in his head, he just collapses face first on the floor. Uh, the one yeah, back on the corner forever, is yeah. going to take a lot. And then I will pop up a shield and just... <laughs> I can scream louder. <laughs> do you have to make another check for that because that's casting you do yep no I, I rolled the I thought it's for every oh, shield time. yeah you have yeah. to make a check for the shield yeah because you're a stupid fight I passed okay uh, so then the other I completely forgot monkey <laughs> near the back is gonna step forward with his little rock in hand and just start screeching wildly uh, he's he can't hear Seemingly himself. deaf, <laughs> screeching at an ear-shattering volume and just <laughs> erupting and descending, rather, into a primal frenzy. As he gets so angry, he doesn't even throw the rock immediately. He just jumps in place for a second. But he throws the rock at an incredible speed, scoops up another one, pitches that one as well, and seems to be moving faster than you would think possible. Getting himself so angry, he is hastened one. And... These are just going to be spread throughout the groups. So the first one's going to go with the guy in front. So Buford 
is getting a rock. Okay, one moment, because I got stats on like three different pages of this book, so I'm, uh, I'm looking at things. Uh, no, that was the reflex. They they, they, they made reflexes. No, no, no. I mean, I meant on our stupefied in second. Like we did. Oh no, subsequent seconds now. Okay. Uh, seventeen rocket Buford. Uh, 17. Uh, oh, oh, you're seventeen. Okay, yeah, no, it would, it would just fly so, by. <laughs> um, then there is going to be eighteen rock at rare. Exactly lethal. You're gonna get hit by one, and definitely a rock that just flies by you. Especially you're just throwing them in a complete blind rage. He <laughs> 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 really pulls off all the fort. Fortunately, he just completely oh. misses you. Do I have soft cover? Not from this guy, no. So he is. Buford doesn't care. Rock. They ignore soft cover. They are throwing experts. You are going to take seven damage as a chunk of rubble connects with you, and then Buddy. I'm going to also take out my hammer. Dual wielding. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to. Um, just bring it across. I do. I don't like these guys. I'm gonna try and smash them right in the face. Uh, well, not as effective as I had previously hoped, but I may re-roll that. You know, actually, all for games really like smashing bogards in the face. <laughs> so here's... really would be doing them a disservice if you didn't use a hero point. Exactly. Point. Okay, much better. Much hey. better. Much better. Twenty-five. A 25 will definitely hit the bugger. They are large, beefy, not very fast, and only lightly armored. Okay, so for seven. Uh, you hit him for seven. They are, however, quite sturdy. And then I'm going to try and shove, bring it back, try and shove it. Okay, uh, minus five. Uh, three on the day. Did not work. He's very tanky. What'd you get, though? Uh, that would be a 14. With the minus 13. five? Uh, no, that would be a... Nine. 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 So you go to hit him and then go to shove him, and as you go to push him, he is just so physically large, you get bowled over instead. That's a critical failure, so you're prone. Gotcha. Uh, oh, and that's your last action, actually. Yep. Yeah, you are you are prone there. So in the back, Gludvarge turns, looks <laughs> looks at the, the one that just fell over immediately next to him. Iapokotenka, the hawk! Turns back around. He just talked to a dead guy. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> raising, up, raising his hands up over his head. Pila Blamai! And a little orb of fire forms between his hands before he throws it. A blessing for you! And it flies out about the size of a little fiery baseball. But when it hits Buford, it explodes, filling the whole area on your side of the room. Didn't ask how big the room was. I said I cast fireball. <laughs> That's gonna hit the boggers. I said I, I cast, cast fireball. fireball. <laughs> he doesn't care. I had a reflex save from everybody. Twenty-one. Keep my seconds on everything as well. Um, just halfway up the rope, do I still need to make? You it? do not. You're okay. actually well. Yeah, it's twenty feet. So yeah, you're directly above Buddy, which is where it exploded. So it actually does hit you. Not for a moment. You'd be okay. Okay, so, uh, Rare, you got 21, 20? 20. Hespis? Uh, 22. 22. 16. 16. 17. 17. Uh, 15. 15. 
literally everybody failed, but nobody critically failed, so you have that going for you, which is nice. Uh, the Boggards are going to fail, and the guy in the back is going to... He critically failed! <laughs> He's getting incinerated! <laughs> um, so you are all taking... 19 fire damage as this fireball blasts across the group of you. Only 17 for me. 17 for you. Hooray. And that is certainly, 19 fire damage is certainly enough to incinerate the rope that Resme is hanging on to. Incinerate the rope? So Resme is going to fall onto the ground here behind Rur, taking five further bludgeoning damage and landing prone. And how kind of him to help you down. Right <laughs> in the front is going to take 19 damage as well. The bugger in the back is going to die immediately. Incinerated Ooh. in the Hawk's glorious fire. Turns out. Blasted away. Succeeding mine and then critically failing his DCs, you die. And then uh, Gludvarge still just last. Ha <laughs> ha! Weak! Weak! And stabs out with his hand, and this phantasmal image that's still kind of by Dalren stabs towards you, striking again. Even though he can't see me? He doesn't need to see you, it's already on you. Mm. Oh, it's so it's like it grabbed me and then it's, it like stuck. Well, it's like me. following you kind of automatically, and the huh. swings he makes are just towards you. Huh. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, he can't see you to aim it particularly well, so it's only going to be a 17. Now that will not hit me. And that is going to bring us to Resme. Um, Resme will get up. <sighs> I am so sick and tired of being on the ground. And, um, will, uh, cast, um, out. Is that better? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I actually couldn't see anything. I got you. And, uh, will move, um, in front of, uh, Rur a little bit just so I have. There we go. Right next to the loggers? Uh, yep. yep. And okay. I'm going to cast out um, a loud echoing boom will go through the chamber as I cast Shockwave in front of me. Okay. Uh, it's 15 feet, right? Yep. Yeah. It's not going to reach Bloodburge. It's not going to sell again. That's fine. It doesn't I, anybody else. It's just going to hit the bug. That's all I want. Uh, so as the tiles ripple and crack... By the way, this magic, the Boggard is going to get a 24 on his reflex. He's going to succeed, so he's flat-footed, right? Uh, he is flat-footed. He's so going to stumbling a bit off-balance. Uh, Dalren. Okay. Uh, well, the uh, uh, the Boggart is... I was going to try to step up to do a swipe, but I don't have to because the one behind him died. Uh, so just <gasps> flip the geese arm around and just bring so the hook down. Sorry? Corner, uh, mutual corner. Here you both have cover from each other. Oh, okay, I see. So I should have to step out in order to do that. Um, yeah, fair enough. I can I can do a step. So I hit this guy. Oh, there we go. So that's going to be a 22 against his flat foot. 22 against his flat foot's definitely going to Definitely going to hit him. Now. Hit, hit, hit. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, gonna... uh, 14 lightning damage. Ooh, boy. Uh, that's going to put him down. Um, so is this thing attached to me or is it following no, me? No, it is like a phantasm of his burning gauntlet that's just following you around, mimicking his strikes towards you. Oh, Swiping enough. almost, not automatically, but as he directs it. I wonder how fast it is. Uh, I have a stride left, so I'm going to take it. I'm going to go 
5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You just rush past everyone here to the back side of the room, taking the light with you, and that's a good question. How fast is it? Can it follow you? Uh, da, da, da. Speed. <laughs> it absolutely does. Oh my uh, god, it's quick. <laughs> echoing your movements along, even uh, kind of almost bouncing with your step as if it's just bound to you at this point. Uh, you're not able to outrun it, it seems. Esmus. So, one action. Draw bow and knock arrow. Um, I can still, I can, yeah, I can see Gludvarge because otherwise I'm going to... Yes, you can, can see Gludvarge. Uh, give him cover. cover. Yeah. Can I move to... You have to move up in front of Buddy. I'll do that. I'll move in. I'll move up in front of Buddy. Into the room. Into the room. Stumbles forth. I see two of you, but I have two arrows for each of you. <laughs> <laughs> and hunted shot. Hey, the All arrow right. splits when you fire it. Sick of this pain. I'm going to. Spend a hero point. Ooh, baby. Sick in his pain. To re-roll that natural one. <laughs> into a 25 with sickened. Uh, 25 definitely hits. And second shot is just going to miss. Okay. So. <laughs> For one point of damage. Woo! We in there. <laughs> On the board. That wooden pauldron, man. Uh, Renali. Ha. Uh, <laughs> Renali is also 5, 10, 15, 20 going to move up into the room skirting past Esfis and keeping very close to the, the northern wall here as she picks her way across the rubble up around the corner and then repeat color and Fudari and blast out that same spray of rainbow dust across Gludvarge and the one remaining monkey who are both going to have to make saving throws because that's like the spell she has to help so Gludvarge. A 27 is going to succeed. Random Monkey. Also going to succeed. So they are both also going to be dazzled uh, just as the bar guest had been before. And then uh, this is Boggards who are not alive anymore. So Rur. All right. Everyone kind of spread out. They interrupted my plans a little bit, so instead, can I can I see him? You see who? Him. Blood Birch. Yeah. All right. It looks like he's thirty feet away. It's hard to count. Everything's very dark. He is. I think he's thirty feet. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna roll my stupefied yeah. check. That's four. Stupefied. So do I lose the spell? You sure do. All right. That's fine. It's a first level spell. So do I? Do I lose both actions? You sure do. It's a it it's basically it disrupts it. So you do the two action cast and it just you screw something up that you don't realize in your stupefied state and you it doesn't come out. So it still expends the magic, it still expends the two actions, but nothing happens. I'm going to Damn mushrooms. Battle medicine myself. All right, fair enough. And uh, going for expert and I also eat a snack. <laughs> Thinking quickly, he grabs a granola bar. <laughs> that, 
You critically critic succeeded. What is that, a 30? That's a 31. That critically <laughs> succeeds indeed. 48 plus 10 plus the halfling snack powers. So Four D8. I don't have that You may have D8s. fireball. I have granola. I, have, <laughs> I need more D8s. I got no, more. No, no, I have, I have exactly four. Plus. Okay. <laughs> so. Fill her up. 19 plus 10, 29. 33, because I get my level. Fair enough. So, uh, with 33 healing, I imagine <laughs> you very quickly pack uh, yourself up completely perfectly. Yep. And then the, uh, <laughs> the, the shrieking, fireball didn't happen. The shrieking monkey in front of you seems to uh, calm down a bit. His, his screaming sort of his ears swelling returned. and slowing, uh, the deafening wearing off. Uh, and he turns to face Dalren running past him and has a sickle in his hand reaches out to swipe at you. And that is going to be a 21 armor class. Uh, that will just hit. He's then going to catch you for four. This is not a greater bar guest. This is a tiny monkey with a sickle. I remember these guys. And he's going to reach back in his belt and in his other hand pull out a whip uh -oh. and give you the Buford special Here it comes. as he tries to wrap it down around your ankles. So against your four, uh, reflex DC, sorry. 19. Uh, that's exactly a 19 with the minus five. If you hit you with a sickle, draw the whip and bring you to the ground. He had the sickle in his hand the whole time? He had the sickle and he had the free hand for him. Gotcha. He had to draw the whip. Uh, brings us to Buddy. This oh, dude's I'm taking your to... stick. Yeah, what the heck? Uh, I'm going to stand up. And then uh, I'm going to charge over to this man, uh, monkey thing. Uh, and I'm just gonna, as as bringing my momentum, I'm just gonna bring the uh, hammer and just trying to hit him. Give him a whip. Smash. Well, that's only uh, 17. Uh, 17 is not going to hit as he dodges out of the way. He is very quick. All right, well, I'm just gonna stand there glaring at him. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> as you, uh, Dalren runs past, he's a little claw swiping at him and sees his, uh, his peon pick up that fight. He sees you run forward and dips out of the way of your hammer and just grins, holding his claw for a moment. The power of Dayhawk! Nigon's Mayhem! And swipe towards you, a spell that you need to stop getting hit with in my campaigns. And he is going to give you... The dark hand of dark. The spooky touch. The villain points... Uh, of, uh, weird. This goes away, right? Uh, friend does it friend goes out the end of your turn. Yes, friend's okay, gone. Cool. That passes automatically. It's going to give you the Edoweer's villain points. It's going to give you Sage Lightspeed's villain points. <laughs> he just said you have to stop getting hit with this. And he hits you with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... He just said that you need to stop getting hit by it's gonna this. It's going to be a 19. And then proceeds to keep rolling. Uh, it's still going to miss. And uh, his claw just scratches across the uh, your chest plate. And as he scratches across your full plate here, it's called armor. You see a a wash of dark magic flash out behind where he scrapes, but it's just flowing dead into the metal of your armor, doing nothing. And then he's going to uh, turn back and just wave a backhand towards Dalred with a phantasmal claw. He's going to swipe the thing he seems to be able to hit. Wait for me. Yes. And now that I'm in, within range of this, I'm going <laughs> to be like, look down. Here's called armor now. You better be watching out here. Now we're on my terms. 
and uh, he's going to either be enfeebled or... Is because of reduction? Yeah. Yes. If he goes to swing it, he feels this for a moment and blinks and stops. And then just looks back at you, furious. Onka <laughs> Takesa! As he readies to continue attacking. Resume. Um, Resume um, will uh, look at uh, the guy kind of moving around and go, uh, Agitatum! And uh, cast Agitate on him. Which one? Um, Blood Barge or the Red Blood Barge. Blood Barge, okay. Um, and then... Will DZ 21. Uh, that will succeed. Um, so he has to use his next... Um, he has to stride. Stride, yeah. Um, and then I will cast shield. Okay. Uh, Dalaran. Alright, so I, I, I've been kind of flipped onto the ground. Uh, he's gonna kind of spin around, uh, with his legs to sweep back up and bring the momentum into a, a broad swipe to catch the both of them that are right in front of me. Ooh. Swiping, swiping the reach of is really cool. Uh, now when I roll like that, it's not. Oof. Well, what's the total? Cause Terracaz AC is not high. Oh, you're you're so you're so nice to me. You can't see it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a two on the die, so it's only a twelve. Okay, that's not that bad. Yeah, as you, you try to pull yourself up and swipe, still kind of off balance, both of the monkeys dip out of the way. Espus. <laughs> but he's gonna smash it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, hunted shot and hunter's aim. <laughs> so hunter's aim first. Oh, um, with my second, that is a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight definitely hits. Okay. What's that mean? Is this a glad verge? Yeah, glad verge. Uh, for two points of damage. Okay. And then my other shots. For a 17 armor class? 17 is not going to do it. Okay. And 17 again. 17 so. still not going to do any more than did the last time. Nope. Um, Manali now is seeming Fast. to get <laughs> a little mad. She is uh, seeing these here, seeing these cinder claws, is actually going to step forward up with Buford. Ooh. And as she does, she's not going to encant any spell or anything. She is going to lean forward like she's trying to bite him. And this guy's got big wooden pauldrons and chainmail on. And as she lunges forward, her mouth kind of folds open into strange mandibles. Like an insect or like the predator is pretty much exactly what it opens up like. And these fanged appendages snap down into Gludvarge. Oh my god, her jaw unhinged! Like a snake! And she is going to get a 27. And we're not sober after that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You barely notice it. You gotta kind of, not up next to her, because it's just your mouth. And she is gonna bite him for 10. (laughs) Give him a chop. And your boy Gludvarge. Sorcerer's gonna bite right back. <laughs> yeah. Gludvarge is gonna make a fortitude save. Don't get one of her teeth for the boys. Which he is going to fail. So Gludvarge is also poisoned now. <laughs> and then 
She is going to lose her form entirely. And uh, as she leans in to bite again, just lashing towards Gludvarge, she, she ceases to be Renali and turns into what looks like a almost humanoid spider <laughs> with thick blue hair covering oh. her body. Uh, two sets of arms on either side and big feelers sticking out of the top of her head where her fake human hair kind of receded and turned back into this. And she's going to bite again. Oh, this one's the club. Uh, but that one is going to miss as Gludvarge dips out of the way. I think she changed into something. Rare. Well, <laughs> I thought I told you to get over here. Well, if you're not going to come over here, the blessings will come to you. And I just dropped my dice, so I'm going to roll a different one. Uh, uh, ah. I think that's a critical failure when you dice it. You dice it before. <laughs> All right. My, my, I don't lose my actions this time. So Divine Lance. At Gladbard, Yes. And that is a 14. 14 is going to sear right past them up under the ceiling of this chamber, about 12 feet above. 13 even. 13 is definitely still going to do that. Slightly further away. And uh, is it one action? Shield? Shield. Shield. Alright, the uh, Taraka that is left here in the south is going to reach out with the whip again and try to pull Dalren back down. And she's going to critically fail the natural one! <laughs> I'm ready for him this time. Yeah, you ready? You just knock him over. And uh, while he's on the ground there, he is just going to lash out with the sickle. Uh, which is going to be a 20 armor class. Exactly meets it, because I don't take him seriously when I'm raging. <laughs> and he's going to hit you for four again. That's why I don't take him seriously. And then hop back up onto his feet, <laughs> buddy. Okay. He didn't get up first? I... No. Oh, what in the... What? Woman? I... Weird magic nonsense. And I'm going to reach down... And she you in, in the same place. Linda! <laughs> Linda! Linda. And I'll uh, try and trip this this little tiny monkey and hopefully I can hit his feet. Uh, that's a 19. 19's not going to do it. Okay. Uh, he well, is quite a bit short. faster and clearly he is much more skillful than the rest of the small monkeys you've fought so far. Okay. Um, so... I guess I could try and. Hey, you don't know. I guess I'll just try and hit him with my hammer. <laughs> hit him. Hit him with my hammer. Okay, so that's a 13, so 23 minus 5, so 18. 18's not gonna do it. Fine! Uh, I guess I will. sit there and look sad. Not <laughs> much the same as he kind of raked across and he looks back at you. Ha! And charges up with the energy again and tries to stab you with the gauntlet. Okay. This is gonna be 30, much better. Okay, so he does not crit. He does not crit, but he does hit you. So as he hits, you are going to take nine piercing damage okay. as his uh, his claws rake into you, and then you feel the racking pain of a wave of particularly potent negative energy surge out from his gauntlet. And you are going to take 17 damage from that. 
Okay. So 26 damage total. I've felt that before. And then he's going to bring it back, and he is going to... And that to... would bring me down. Oh, okay. So, big magic. As you fall there, you are dying one. It didn't crit you, so that's it good. Did not. That is good. And he just laughs out. Ha 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 ha! Ukatakesa, Renali! And swing at her. Hey, he knows you. <laughs> and that is going to be a 27, which is... Shoo, one off of critically hitting her. She does not have any armor on or anything. And she is going to take nine damage as well. And with that, he is also going to start shrieking and raging, stamping like the one behind him, and lash out with a third swing. That is going to just fly wild. And oh, you are already where you're supposed to be. Resume. Um, he didn't stride, so he needs to take. Oh, right, he takes some. Uh, he takes some damage. He's too mad to do that. It's, you want to roll it? It's your spell. You want to. You want to roll it? You, you should roll the damage. You should. I rolled two ones. No. <laughs> you should roll it. It's your spell. <laughs> Did you roll two eights? No, I rolled a two and a one. Well, that's more than I rolled. He's gonna take three damage. From his itchy feet, as uh, his rage kind of That's overwhelms funny. this uh, this desire. It's still 50% better than mine, but then it is your turn. Um, Resme um, will uh, look around. Can she see that there's a monkey there at all? You can probably see barely that there's one fighting Dalren. He'd certainly have cover from you. Um, so she will yell out, uh, Fuigari! And cast lightning um, on both of them. That's electric arc. They both need to make reflex saves. Ooh, okie dokie. So, I don't care about cover. Yeah, it's not like it comes from you. All right, Glidbarge with a 22. Little monkey with a natural one. Oh. So that's absolutely going to incinerate the monkey that Dalren is dueling here as it hops back up and lightning racks through it, almost physically tossing it into the nearby wall. And a Glud Varge. You do add uh, your... Yeah, he'll take 10. Takes 10? Is that what you rolled? No, uh, total damage total. is 10. My damage is 10. So, so he'd have five. it. Okay. Yeah. So he takes 5 damage from that. Um, And uh, she will um throw up a shield. All right. All right, well... You see your monkey go down, but so too does Buford, and Gludvarge now attacking the spider thing that Renali turned into. Dang it. My monkey went down, and my monkey went down. It's terrible. I'm bad. wait. You're dying one. Only one Only one target on his focus now. He's not feeling too good, but this is... He's just going to power through it. Just focus down on him. Um, you are flanking with Renali. I am flanking with creepy spidey spider person. Um, flanking with the teeths. But uh, uh, staying in Draconic uh, now. Uh, uh, your pathetic cult is nothing uh, compared to true strength. And he's going to lash out at him twice with his uh, pole. So, uh, 19 flanking? Not 19, not gonna do a flanking. It grazes across his chainmail. Polder barely deflected and blow enough. Gotcha, and that's 10 on the die. That's not gonna do it either. Uh, I've got one left. I'm not really sure what I need to do with it. Um, I could just 
Swing. marry it. Just yeah. go See what happens. nuts. Oh, that's a natural one. <laughs> that is that's the opposite. Two nuts. Esmus. Uh, same thing as before. Hunted shot and hunter's aim. So first I'll do the hunter's aim. Uh, for with sicken, 24. 24 will hit. Okay. One damage. Stop it. <laughs> you know, Free damage. damage. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. <laughs> and then the two other shots. Okay. Natural 20 for a total Ooh. of 27 with that second. Critically strikes. And so you get one little tracer shot, and then you finally are starting to come through it a bit. It's mushroom effect, maybe kind of wearing off a little. Dialing it in. And then second shot... <laughs> um, with sickened is a 23. It also hits. Awesome. This is the Esmus we know. There you go. So get that deadly shot in here. Yes. We just needed to figure out which one of them was him. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> like, well, now Buford's not in the way because he fell yeah. over. Oh, that's right. Hey, that's my friend. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that one doubled deadly normal. So, 16, 23, 24 points of damage. Holy crap! What the heck did you just roll? <laughs> as, as you lay these into him, it nearly brings him low, just that salvo, but Glud Barge here is much stronger than the regular monkeys. It is certainly not going to be enough to bring him all the way down. Nali, however, oh, he's poisoned. Hold on, wait, he might actually forget to do poison damage <laughs> on his turn. Take. Probably d6. Oh my god, I might actually take it down. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he needs to make another fortitude save against it. Which he also failed, so he's stage two now. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. And Renali's gonna keep biting out at him. Furious. That is gonna. He is. F You're still threatening because I took am it still away, threatening so him. Still I can't flanked. seem to hit him, but I am threatening him. He is flanked. <laughs> She's gonna hit him. And as Rinali bites into him, he gets knocked off balance, staggered by this pair of specta, this trio of spectacular shots from Esphus. He gets knocked off balance. She reaches forward, grabs one of his pauldrons, and just bites down on the side of his throat. You can see her mandibles reach out and just punch through his skin on either side. And he cries out briefly in pain, which is quickly silenced by the gurgling of his own throat being occupied. <laughs> and she chomps down once, twice more. She's much larger than him. He's only like three feet tall, forcing him down to the ground as he twitches a couple times, and you see his skin turn pale. And he stops moving. If you wrap him up and webbing and eat him, I'm gonna throw up. And as, as he's dead, Renali pulls her head back and looks, uh, looks over at the other group of you here. And casts a spell and turns back into regular Benali puts her hands up to to all of you backs away from the body looks towards me I I explain wow no 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 I get it it's magic I just don't like spiders that's 
No! No Ilumbo! This Ilumbo! That's me! I am a Nadi! Hey, um, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, she doesn't even say that out loud. She just looks like this just gobsmacked her. So she's just gonna look around and go. I'll explain later. Rur rushes into the room. Battle medicine to uh, to help Buford as uh, everyone's kind of around here is like you know You're the medic good. who can help and. Ver's gonna stabilize you, you're okay. Cool. As you come to on the floor surrounded by boggards and these monkey beasts slain all around you, you can see a little bit of your light carrying through the passageway to the southwest that leads further. As Rally briefly tries to explain the resume of the nature of her being, you see the chamber beyond opens up into a massive ring. A circular room set with intermittent massive stone squares in intricate frames, punctuating the ends of Alsada's ring. Hmm. And that is where we will leave it for today. No, I want to keep going. Why? You have defeated not just Teklash, but the leader of the Cinderclaw cultists, that have made their way here into Yisker. You've met a crazy spider lady, <laughs> who at least appears to be a friendly crazy spider lady. And next week, we've made it to Alsada's ring. Nice. We did it. We, we did it. We're gonna answer a lot of questions about what has been going on here and, well, the very nature of things when we come together.